Hail friends, hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us here today, this Wednesday, August 4th. Uh, already incredible hope you're all doing well henrik here with red ice tv thank you for tuning in on wednesdays we're gonna we do no go zones on fridays we do flashback friday uh try to start around this time as well 6 p.m eastern uh midnight central european time but we're almost at uh 6 30 here already uh, a bit late but that's because i had to make a coffee here before we uh, before we come on is that is that okay can i can i make a coffee gotta get some uh <clears throat> gotta get some energy in you know Gotta get some fake energy in. Gotta get a um, squeeze those adrenal glands, as it were. Uh, all right. Anyway, enough of that. Hope you're doing well. As I said, uh, we have a, a jam-packed show here today, uh, as usual, as we usually do. Uh, if you do want to join us over at RedEyesMembers.com, definitely consider doing that. We just uh, put up a show here Monday um, on uh, the situation with uh, Forever COVID. Uh, basically, the new push by the. Well, I mean, I guess we can call them the. Media, big pharma, industrial complex. Your, your, your name's good as any, but um, we could go for that for now. Um, they're pushing uh, that it will never go away. They kind of have actually since uh, earlier this year, to be honest. But it's it really kind of solidified in the mainstream media and the um, the the white coats, uh, our new clergy, the religious class, have come out and told us uh, that the uh, this will never end. And in fact, the only way to live with COVID going forward is to uh, do regular annual shots, maybe even multiple times a year. Kind of, you know, how they started pushing the flu shots. That's that's their new tactic, basically. So we talked about some of that uh, in the Weekend Warrior show and showed some highly interesting clips regarding uh, regarding that, too. Some uh, media clips and stuff like that. But uh, check that out, as always. Uh, very good stuff. Weekend Warrior only at RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, all right. So if you do want to join in today, uh, entropystream.live slash TV. So it was a good option. Super chat. Uh, helps to support the show as well. So see a couple of guys over there. I'm in a drain. Conrad Curse. I'll get to you guys in a moment. Thank you uh, so much for joining us there. Uh, and also try to keep an eye on Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey.com slash at TV. Uh, and if you had a slash live right there, you can go straight to the live page. I do appreciate it. Occasionally, I do miss some uh, over there. Last was the Friday show. I missed uh, one super chat. I still want a good page. Just a one page. Can I just get one page where I can see all the all the um, super chats on Odyssey? That would be great. Uh, anyway, I do see uh, you. You've you've You have to you have to break down how I, how I even read that. That's as good as it's going to get. Euphemism, almost like you spell euphemism, right? But euphemism, something like that. Um, anyway, thank you for the library tokens. Hail, we will win. Uh, from youth, I, I just call it youth for short. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Or, ma'am, what, what, what I know. Uh, okay. Trovo as well. I do see some people over there. Thank you, guys. Brad C. Uh, with a uh, champion. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. And uh, William Shear as well with a uh, dancing chicken. Uh, a winner. Uh, let me see here. Here's one, I think. Is this a is this a super chat? What is that? Actually, it doesn't look like it. Can I click in on that? Maybe I can save that. Let me save that for later. See if I can do that. Uh, let me see here. Let me see, let me let me copy that one. See if we can address that one later. Then, uh, otherwise, of course, um, yeah. Entropy stream. As I said, let me see if I can. Uh, where, where's my keyboard here? Uh, there's my keyboard, and of course, the text is all screwed up. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's 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 as good as it's gonna get. We're we're doing things here on the fly. Uh, that's how it goes. Anyway, uh, let me do. Um, uh, let me do these here then real quick. Imminent rain. Promethean hail so hard. Gonna catch up on uh, on Bitchute. D delivering food so hard. There you go. Long live the spirit of the West. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Thank you for tuning in as well. Hope everything is going well. 
and uh, yeah, speaking of Bitchu too, by the way, I was trying over the weekend uh, at Terrible, uh, with Terrible track record, whatever you call it, uh, to upload the latest Flashback Friday show, and it just didn't work. I think I had, for a while there, I think I had eight, nine, ten maybe uh, files in queue. And I actually, you know, I generate different versions of the file list that were different encoding, like encoded versions, size, bitrate, and stuff like that. And I tried a few different does, and it just didn't work. And eventually, I just re-rendered the whole video and uploaded it again. And then it worked for some reason. So BitChute is a bit bu buggy. So if it, do if it doesn't get uploaded there right away, it's not my fault. It's uh, I'll blame it on BitChute. Uh, it's a bit dodgy sometimes. Uh, but then, you know, we have other places to go, like Odyssey, like uh, VK. Of course, our websites, redice.tv and redicemembers.com as well. Uh, but you can also find us. I, I try to upload to uh, brand new tube as often as, I, uh, as, often as I can. Uh, and I'm going to probably this Friday start streaming to Joshua TV as well. And they should be archived there. So there's there's multiple ways. Uh, Rumble is another version. Uh, you can catch the stream on Twitter as well, our, our uh, Twitter account. Anyway, uh, thank you, Imminent Rain. Appreciate that. Conrad Curse, thank you for the donation, sir. Appreciate it. Here's more shekels to keep the show rolling. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, and he continues wishing the Red Eyes family and fellow members well. Though it may grow darker, it's a sign that they are losing control. Hail victory. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I think their desperation is uh, at an all-time high. I think they're uh, they're uh, they're breaking. This is the breaking point. I think we're uh, we're approaching that right now. Uh, we'll actually get into some of that here today because we're going to talk about how the you know the U.S. and many other countries are basically splitting in half if they uh, if they go full throttle on the uh, mandatory vaccines, uh, the vaccine passports, and things like that. I think there's going to be if if not incredible protests. And it's going to begin in France. It'll begin there tomorrow. We'll talk more about that in a moment here. Uh, because of the law that they're proposing there to pass. It's going to the Supreme Court now. Uh, the ruling about the, the so-called green pass of this, uh, the, the EU's uh, vaccine passport, the COVID, COVID passport. But um, it will be the uh, strikes, or, or rather that people walk out, right? And we're seeing that happening in the U.S. now. We'll talk about some of those stories later, too. It's actually fascinating that a lot of uh, industries and things, and, and, and of course this will... This will also aid the problem with the supply chain, the food shortages, all these issues that we talked about too, right? But what, what are you going to do? If, if, the, if the employment, if your workplace forces you to take something that you don't want to take, a medical device, uh, which they've never done for anything else before, by the way, too. I mean, it could be argued if they, if they demand to see your vaccine record when it comes to, to COVID or that, uh, and using the argument that, well, you can infect our, co you know, our co-workers and all these things. You could reasonably, I saw some people arguing this too, they were actually contacting attorneys and lawyers and they are they're drafting letters that they present to the employer where they tell, well, you need to provide me then with every medical history of every person that's working at, the, as the, at this company. I want to know if there's anybody that's carrying anything that could infect me, what my risks are and what things that they have to take to keep me safe, etc. I mean, this is this has never been how we do business, right? Um but that, that could be one angle as well. You have to push these people, right? You have to pressure them uh, into uh, understanding just how ridiculous this is. But yeah, so the big strike uh, potentially coming in the wake of this too. Michael is here as well over on Entropy Stream. Uh, good to see you, Michael. Hail Henrik, hail the gods. 14 words. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Uh, all right. So why don't we dive into some of this? I see uh, some activity over on Trova. I do appreciate that, boys and girls as well. Uh, spiteful mutants with a uh, hand in hand, some spell or four of those. Thank you. Uh, let me see here what else we have. Spiteful Mutants with a winner spell as well. I uh, do appreciate that. Very kind of you guys. All right, so 
let's uh, let's get into. It. I guess we can. Uh, I guess we can. Uh, we can. We can begin with this. You know, it's important to keep the uh, to keep the the uh, the motivation straight, right? Uh, what was it? I did that. Where did that? Where did I put that? It was about this. The the it was a kind of a a meme thing. Let me see if I can find that real quick. It was in France, right? The French Revolution. Let's see if I find that here. Um, Liberty carrying the the French flag, right after like after they've beheaded everybody, all the ja the the lunatic Jacobins, right? Thinking of uh, kind of aspiring to a future where basically France, the French people, are uh, replaced by uh, by Arabs, and everyone is uh, lying out in the streets with uh, their butt in the air as, as they're doing their prayer session and stuff like that, right? Uh, it was actually pretty good here. It's my computer is a bit slow here. I'm trying to get it to load. Did I not save that? Maybe I didn't save that. That's strange. Anyway, okay. I'll find it later. It was kind of good. But you've seen the the famous meme of, of uh, was it Shackelford, Rach was it the fat black woman? Everybody's racist. Here's my PayPal. Um, here, here's another video kind of in that vein that, you know, all the hard work, right? All the amazing success that, uh, that humans, and especially in the West, have had, right? Uh, you know, when it comes to just abundance of food production and abundance of, you know, just going to America, rich topsoil, just let's grow the shit out of that place. You know, all the food in the world we can think of. Here's the reason. Here, here's the peak of that right here. Here's, here's, here's what it was all about, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> all right, there you go. It's a good way to clean the palate there. All right. Now, there was some, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a white boy summer, right? Uh, so we did have a uh, big win here. You know, they say white man can't run. Isn't that what they say, right? Oh, you're going to do the Tim Pool as well. Okay, I'll do that in a moment. Uh, white, white men can't run. Isn't that the, 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 the thing, right? Uh, well, here's, uh, here's Kasten Varholm breaking his own world record to win the gold medal in the men's 400-meter meter hurdles. Um, where one of the Team USA's guys there wins the silver. Did you guys see this? Pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. Based. Nice. There we go. Good stuff. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, it's happening. Norway. Good for that guy. Kashtan. Fantastic. Good stuff. Always good to see. Did you guys see the uh, Australian too? The the mullet guy, Rohan Browning, uh, did a really uh, good lap here actually. In uh, uh, now he didn't. He, I think he came came in four uh, at the end of it, but it was a. Um, Semi, like the semifinals or something, he won that. He broke his own record too, I think, uh, at like ten oh one. This is the this is the hundred meters, right? Which is like unheard of of a white guy even just being, you know, among the top ten there, basically, right? But uh, so those uh, those anglers in Austria, Australia, I mean Austria, and also the uh, the the Scandies up in uh, Norway are doing uh, pretty well. Uh, so it look it's it's looking good for uh, for a white men after all. <clears throat> Oh, and this while we're on, uh, this is funny, while we're on uh, the Olympics here too. Uh, our guy uh, asks someone here, here's the, uh, the French, what, what is this called in English again? Uh, the, uh, Jesus Christ, Sh uh, Shegl, I think we call it in Swedish. 
you, you spin around and you throw it. What, what the hell is it called? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, bigot. I guess it would be uh, Quinton Bigol, maybe, in French. But uh, I'll take it. Definitely our guy. Definitely our guy. Uh, what is it called, guys? Does anybody in chat knows? What is it called again? <laughs> you spin around and you throw it away. Huh? Shot, shot pout? No, that can't be it. Shoot putt? Is that? No, that can't be it. Throw stone? Nah, you you're, you guys are screwing with me here. Anyway, I, I forget what it's called. You you know which field it is. Hammer th is, yeah, something like that. Something throw, I think it is. Stone? Stone throw or throw? Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, um, uh, Pim Tool uh, was, was crushing it on uh, on Fox News here the other day. Uh, here's uh, here's the host and uh, Tim Pool. And it's just there's just one Photoshop layer to that. Someone said the uh, the guy on the left there looks like uh, Sargon of Akkad, but that was actually the Fox News host. Uh, I just swapped the hairline uh, of the Fox News host with uh, Pim Tool, uh, and uh, then uh, there we go. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. So uh, apparently they did some. Uh, what was it? Uh, 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 Pim Tool is trying to. He invited. What was it? Uh, Kirk and Vouch. Uh, you know the the pedophile uh, uh, child rapist uh, beast Mr. Bestiality enthusiast, uh, <clears throat> the State Department uh, call me mouthpiece, and I didn't look at it yet. I just it was, it's just I, I don't know. It's just not worth it to be honest. It's just so disingenuous. But some people were saying that I uh, listened to, and 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 some people that were commenting on it, that uh, he, he was like he, he he's trying real hard to be like to be liked by Vouch and like you know to accommodate him and stuff and he flew them in right to his mansion and stuff these are the guys on YouTube now they're going on Fox News it's like I, I even saw um, what's his name again the right wing watch guy the um, uh, oh they're so unmemorable these guys that's why um, holy smokes what is it called the right wing watch guy he went on uh, Brian Stelter's it's like the, the people that used to be like, you know, kind of like YouTube commenters uh, are going on all these. Like they're going on Fox News and CNN now. It's like, yeah, Jared Holt. Thank you, uh, bad guy, Bill. That's our Jared Holt. And Mr. Mr. Ninja Bird caught that too. Jared Holt. That's right. I always forget that guy's name. Uh, he was on there. I'm breaking you. His voice with uh, Brian Stelter. So it was in good company. Uh, for sure. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Tim Pool is, you know, brought in. Uh, the, the TPUSA guy and then the commie and they were like having a de you know a debate about his shoes and stuff but it will it will never be it will never be anything it's a, it's the, the Tim Pool the fence sitters like Tim Pool will always bow down and say that the 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 rules that the left have set up right I think he's like trying to look I'm I can be good friends with the, these leftists too like Vouch and he's like admitting you know submitting to this idea that it's like you say, yeah, they set the moral standard, and I'll I'll do whatever they tell me to do, or the hoops that I need to jump through, and and all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 frankly uh, pretty sickening to see it, uh, and it's pretty sad because there's basically no uh, decent commenter left on 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 any of the the mainstream channels. I guess it's good in one way, right? But uh, so apparently the Daily Beast they wrote a hit piece on uh, on Team Pool here, and I haven't gone through it all. I guess it's pretty long. Is it? Uh, let me guess. Is it? No, okay, Robert Silverman. Okay, I never heard of that. All right. Um, how cowardly, coward and phony Tim Pool became one of the biggest political YouTubers on the planet. And they were talking about how he's like apologist for the far right. What is there? A former darling of Occupy Wall Street, Tim Pool has racked up more than a billion views 
and millions in earnings while dangerously whitewashing the far right. Yeah, that's that's his. That's definitely his job. Uh, that's definitely Tim uh, Tim Pool's job. Um, I think it was just one thing that someone brought out regarding the here in the Daily Beast article. They were lying that he when he went to Sweden, he was literally. Uh, I mean that that had that that actually like happened. He was literally like ex. Um, uh, what do you call it? He um, was like uh, escorted. That's the word I'm looking for. Escorted away by Swedish police. Uh, from one of these no-go zones because he was standing there he was talking to many people and he was filming and the cops were like we're not going to protect you instead we'll take you the problem away from here and they're just they're lying about this in the article they're just making shit up so it's like it's cringe on every end basically that's the thing like you know these people are the right these articles are just like they're they're, they're the scum of the earth bunch of liars and of course it's de- the only purpose is to deplatform this guy right these are these are the type of articles that were about about red ice about two, three years ago. And so it never ends. Now it's now it's Tim Pool, right? Do I have... Let me see. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Do you guys remember that? The Daily Beast um, article about red eyes? It was like we were basically calling for ethnic cleansing. <laughs> it's like, what are you... What are you... They just make shit up. Uh, it's just completely out of the blue. Let me see if I can find that real quick. I have it saved in one folder here, but uh, uh, it's crazy how they just they just get away from and and that was like Will Summer. That's why I was scrolling down and looking like, oh, is that Will Summer again? Like he's the one who's doing the, the majority of those types of hit pieces or whatever. Um, but it was like, yeah, we, we did a video where we said that they want the they want the white man eradicated, like white man, they want you gone, right? They want you dead, uh, and by bringing attention to how hostile the establishment and the elite are against white people, they see that as an act of aggression, something that's dangerous. See, we can never be in kind of the victim category, so that's dangerous. So therefore, they're basically calling for the ethnic cleansing, right? Anyway, I can't can't find it now. Maybe I'll pull it up later. Uh, Anyway, I'll find it. It Yeah, it was something like it. Basically, Red Ice needs to be kicked off YouTube. They're calling for ethnic cleansing. And I was like, where are you you even getting this? They're just lying. They're just making it up. Shocking, I know. I know, right? All right, anyway. Didn't mean to talk about all this uh, shit here in the beginning. So let's just move on here. Let's just move on. We're going to talk about... um, uh, Let's begin with CNN. Have to talk about the virus, the vaccine passports, the mandatory vaccinations, the strike that's coming, and then the great purge how it's tied into the social uh, social credit score. Uh, and they're going to begin with this from the point of view that when you don't have, uh, when you do not have uh, your vaccine taken, when you can't show your records for that, your social score is going to begin to plummet and you basically won't be able to take part in society. So either you get out, either you make arrangements now and you get out of society or it is going to get it's going to purge you it's going to kick you out of it right uh, it's going to out you but uh, anyway let's begin with cnn uh, even them are forced to admit now that the vaccinated are the ones that are doing the spreading well pounding on that last note the best tool we have in this frightening and uncertain situation is the vaccine but biden's words about in all likelihood uh, new restrictions come as the information from the cdc tonight is turning crucial things we were told about COVID upside down The CDC revealing tonight that 74% of COVID cases in Barnstable County, Massachusetts, home to Provincetown, where there was a recent outbreak, were found in people who were fully vaccinated. 
And they say now that the vaccinated are just as likely to spread the virus as those who are not vaccinated. And that, of course, is contrary to what was widely known. Whoops. Well, <clears throat> there you go. Right. And we talked about that the Massachusetts story as well. Uh, and this is happening in other parts of the world as well. It's happening in the UK. It's happening. I think they did a, a study in Australia as well. Uh, so the vaccinated are the super spreaders. And of course, this is not a big surprise. We've talked about the variant creation many, many times now. Um, but check out this. It's interesting here. And I wanted to play a little bit actually of a longer clip right here in the beginning. Uh, you might have seen it already, but we'll get to that of, of actually what, what actually happens when uh, the lipids, the nanolipids, which is in the vaccine, uh, what happens when you get that shot in your arm and the studies that have been done so far by doctors of where it ends up, right? Of where the payload, there's like trillions of, you know, genetic program, you know, mRNA, basically trillions of mRNA, uh, like the payload, right? And that informs your body of, you know, and it it, it begins to create the, the, the spike protein. Uh, but but what happened with it? It goes all over the body, this doctor says. And, and this is uh, a story here talking about this. Uh, the, during the first autopsy of COVID vaccinated patient found viral RNA in every organ of the body, right? And so, so far they've told us, uh, well, it stays, it stays in the arm, right? So the subtitle here is vaccine either doesn't work or causes the spread of SARS-CoV-2 faster throughout the body. The first ever post-mortem study of a patient vaccinated against COVID-19 has revealed that viral RNA was found in every organ of the patient's body, meaning that the vaccine is either ineffective or the coronavirus actually spreads faster in vaccinated individuals. I'd say the second point is classified under the first. It is ineffective because it spreads faster in vaccinated individuals. Anyway, the scientific report out of Germany published by the International Journal of Infectious Diseases in June examined the autopsy of an 86-year-old man who had received a single dose of the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine but died four weeks later after becoming infected with the virus by a nearby patient at a hospital. Big surprise. Amazing how that, how that happens. We reported on an 86-year-old male resident of a retirement home who received the vac vaccine against uh, SARS-CoV-2. Past medical history included systemic uh, arterial hypertension, chronic venous uh, insufficiency, dementia, and prostate carcinoma. On January 9, 2021, the man received lipid nanoparticle formulated uh, nucleoside-modified RNA vaccine, BNT, blah, 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 30, was that a mil a million gram dose or what is that, UG? Uh, very, very little, anyway. On that day, in the following two weeks, he presented with no clinical symptoms. On day 18, he was admitted to hospital for worsening diarrhea since he did not present any clinical sign of COVID-19. Isolation in specific settings did not occur. Laboratory testing revealed hypo, um, hypochromic anemia and increased creatinine serum levels. Antigen test and polyamorous chain reaction test, PCR test, for SARS-CoV-2 were negative. But the study notes that by day 25, the vaccinated pa pa patients had tested positive for COVID-19, presumably from a nearby COVID-infected patient in his hospital room, and died of kidney and respiratory failure the following day. High RNA viral loads were presented in nearly all the vaccinated patients' organs. In summary, the result of the autopsy case study in a patient with mRNA vaccine confirmed the view that by first dose of vaccination against SARS-CoV-2, Immunogenicity 
can already be induced while sterile immunity is not adequately developed, the study concluded. In other words, although the COVID-19 vaccine trigger an immune response within the body, it didn't appear to stop the spread of the virus throughout the body. Interesting. So let's listen to that video now that I mentioned real quick. Um, it's a it's a bit longer, but I think it's interesting for you to hear. Let me see how long it is. About seven minutes. We'll play maybe five or six or so. Uh, so this is Dr. Charles Huff. I think he's dialect either he's straight up UK or maybe one of the like Australia, maybe New Zealand. Anyway, uh, Dr. Charles Huff talking about how the COVID vaccine gives you blood clots, right? And this is one of the earlier symptoms that we that we did see when the vaccination was rolled out. I know this is kind of still happening, but it's like we're it was like a shock in the beginning, and now it's just kind of like a balanced out. It's almost like an assumed issue now uh, of sorts, you know. But there's still a lot of women suffering from this, you know, me weird menstruation starting up again and just bleeding in a very, in a horrible way, frankly. But this guy explains what happens in the body when you when you when you're injected with these lipids and why it's leading to blood clots. Very important. Even if you've heard it, listen to it again. It's very important. Here we go. When the COVID vaccine is, is, is injected into your arm, we now know that only 25% of it actually stays in your arm. And the other 75% is literally collected by your lymphatic system and fed into your circulation. So these little packages of messenger RNA, and by the way, in a single dose of a Moderna vaccine, there are 40 trillion messenger rna molecules 14. Wow. what did i say did i say million 40 trillion maybe i said trillion anyway it doesn't matter but it's quite a bit it's quite a, quite a lot right trillion that are injected into your arm so three quarters of these are taken connected by the lymphatics they go into your bloodstream in these little packages that are designed to be absorbed into a cell but obviously when something's in your circulation the only cells that they're going to get absorbed into is the cells around your blood vessels. And the place where absorption happens is in the capillary networks. In other words, these are the, the tiniest vessels where the blood slows right down. These are tiny, tiny vessels. So these little packages of genes are absorbed into the cells around the blood vessels at the vascular endothelium. The packages open, the genes are released, your body then gets to work reading these genes and manufacturing trillions and trillions of COVID spike proteins. Because even though you get 40 trillion genes, you, each gene can produce many, many COVID spike proteins. So, and the purpose of the spike proteins is that your body recognizes this as a foreign protein and will make antibodies against it so that you're then protected against COVID. That's the idea, but the, here's where the problem comes. In a virus, in a coronavirus, that spike protein becomes part of the viral capsule. In other words, around it's part of like the cell wall around the virus called the viral capsule. But, but it's not in a virus, it's in your cells. So it therefore becomes part of the cell wall of your vascular endothelium, which means that you, these cells that line your blood vessels, which are supposed to be smooth, so that your blood flows smoothly, now have these little spiky bits sticking out. So it is absolutely inevitable that blood clots will form because your blood platelets circulate around in your vessels. And, and the purpose of blood platelets is 
to, to, to detect a damaged vessel and block that vessel to stop bleeding. So when the platelet comes through the capillary, it suddenly hits all these little COVID spikes that are jutting into the inside of the vessel. It is absolutely inevitable that a blood clot will form to block that vessel. Oh. Now that's how platelets work. So, so, so just as this could be, is absolutely predicted to cause cancer because it's full of carcinogens, these spike proteins will predictably cause blood clots because of where they're in your blood vessels. It, it is guaranteed. So Dr. Bogdi then said to me, the way to prove this is we need to do a, a, a blood test called a D-dimer test um, to find out if this is really happening. So, because the, the, the problem with the, the blood clots that we hear about through the media that, that they claim are very rare are the big blood clots. These are the ones that cause strokes and heart attack clots in your brain. Those are the ones that show up on, on, on CT, CT scans and CT angiograms and MRIs. The clots I'm talking about are microscopic. These are tiny, they're literally on a capillary level and they are scattered throughout your capillary network. So they are not going to show on any scan, they're just too small and too scattered. So the only way to find out for sure if this predictable mechanism of clotting was actually happening was to do this blood test called a D-dimer. And so the D-dimer is a blood test that shows a recent blood clot. It doesn't show anything else other than a recent blood clot. It won't show an old blood clot. It only shows new blood clots. And so I have been now doing that on my patients, um, finding people who have recently had their COVID shot within the previous seven days. It needs to be between four and seven days and doing a blood test on them called a D-dimer. And, and so I'm still trying to accumulate more information, but on the ones I have so far, 62% of them have evidence of clotting, which means that these blood clots are not rare. It means that the majority of people are getting blood clots that they have no idea that they're even having. So, Laura Lynn, Fantastic. the most alarming thing about this is that there are some parts of your body, like your heart and your brain and your spinal cord and your lungs, which cannot regenerate. When, when those tissues are damaged by blocked vessels, they are permanently damaged. Yeah. So I now have Organ six, failure. six people in my medical practice with what we call reduced effort tolerance, which means that they just get out of breath much more easily than they used to. I have one fellow that, that, that used to walk to my office every week for actually for an arthritis injection who told me that he could walk two miles without any problem. And now after a quarter of a mile, he is absolutely out of breath. And it has been like that for five months. So on the basis of this D-dimer test, which proves that the majority of people are clotting, these six people who now have reduced effort tolerance, literally what's happened to them is they've plugged up thousands of tiny capillaries in their lungs. And, and, and the, the, the terrifying thing about this is not just that these people are now short of breath and, and can't do what they used to be able to do. But once you block off a significant number of blood vessels through your lungs, your heart is now pumping a 
against a much greater resistance to try and get the blood through your lungs. Which potentially explains the heart attack issue. And we'll talk about that too. Now, the I think it was the, was it the CDC confirming that now? Uh, I have a thing on that too. We've heard about organ failure early on. We've heard, of course, about blood clots in and of itself. They're microscopic first, but I would assume that that would lead to, uh, you know, ma- uh, so many other just cascading effects and cas- cascading issues. And of course, they, they, you wouldn't get the connection for mo- for the most part. I think from the medical establishment or even the doctor that maybe um, you know does your uh, what do you call it the pathology report or what? what no, what do you call it? Uh, just uh, the death the, the death certificate, right? What's the cause of death? Uh, so it's going to be COVID, COVID vaccine side effect from COVID vaccine. It's going to be another reason, right? Uh, maybe if they spin it real, uh, if they're real nasty about this, uh, then they say that it's they died of COVID, right? Because they test positive or something like that later on. Uh, and then they say, yeah, see, this is because it's unvaccinated. And then the whole you know, problem here that's arising is because people have been vaccinated. That's leading to uh, to these, you know, many of these problems. So we'll see how bad this gets, right? This could be... This could decap. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This could debilitate people in such a way that they will never be able to live normally again. Right? They might. They might be. Um, uh, you know, they might have to quit their jobs. They can, they, they'll be. You know, very very out of breath at the slightest little um, straining themselves. They can't do that. They can't. They can't lift anything. They can't walk anywhere. They can't do. They're basically just like they're out. Right? And there'll be dependence on the system. Someone has to take care of all these people that are getting sick. I think I still think a lot of people are going to die. And I think they're going to continue to blame this on the unvaccinated. We'll just have to see. Uh, but that explains a little bit. I think that's an important clip for you to, to be aware of because that explains a little bit what actually happens in your body when you've received this, right? So you might not immediately have an issue. It's something that could build up over time as these lipids continue to slice and cut through things, right? As it's traveling throughout the body, through the blood vessels, making, you know, cutting cutting small wounds and causing this micro-clotting, whatever he, the technical term for it was. Uh, here's another clip uh, regarding antibody-dependent enhancement, which is a big issue, actually. And this is uh, Dr. Peter Hotes, not to be confused with Hotep. Uh, Texas Child Children's Hospital Center for Vaccine Development is a co-director talking about this too regarding, and this is back in, I think the date on that is wrong. I thought that this was 2018. I could be wrong. Maybe it is March 2020. Maybe that's what it was. I I, I thought it was 2018. But anyway, let's listen to what, if it's 2020, it's even more in a way urgent, right? But they've done a lot of tests. Uh, on these coronavirus vaccines because they've been researching this for a long time and the studies that they have been made about it are basically is a big problem. Uh, it, it always fail and many of these experts that have been working on it basically says it doesn't work. It's dangerous. People are dying. There's massive side effects. Shut it down effectively, right? And yet here we are. It continues, right? So listen to this guy first and then we'll uh, check out Dr. Robert Malone after that. But listen to this first. If I can get this to load, would it be a good idea? Let me go back a bit here. This is something from, uh, yeah, this is InfoWars. Let me reload that. What are we, five minutes? Let me reload that. Sorry, guys. Uh, Five minutes. Yeah, BitChute has been a bit sluggish for me today. Just refuses to load. 
If not, I'll try to find a different source for it and we can play it later. Let me do. Let me refresh one more time. Otherwise, we'll move on. Antibody dependent enhancement. And actually, I have a clip of Fauci. Uh, Ouchie Fauci talking about this too. It just doesn't play. Yeah, buffer shoot. Yeah, that's right. Bitch, it never works. It worked fine. Oh, here we go. Okay, let me get, skip forward to that. Let me see here. Here we go. These type of yeah, this is from, uh, from, from Alex here. Hearing here we go. a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccines. When we started developing uh, coronavirus vaccines in our colleagues, we noticed in laboratory animals that they started to show some of the same immune pathology that resembled what had happened 50 years earlier. So, so we said, oh, my God, this is going to be problematic. We don't entirely understand the basis of it, but we recognize that it's a real problem for certain respiratory virus vaccines. Uh, this was uh, first found in the early 1960s with the respiratory syncytial virus uh, vaccines. Some of those kids who got the vaccine actually did worse, and I believe there were two deaths in, in the consequence of that study. Because what happens with certain types of respiratory virus vaccines, you get immunized, and then when you get actually exposed to the virus, you get this kind of paradoxical immune enhancement phenomenon and what how and and we we don't entirely understand the basis of it but we recognize that it's a real problem for certain respiratory virus vaccines that killed the rsv program for decades now the gates foundation is taking it up again but when we started developing uh, coronavirus vaccines in our colleagues we noticed in laboratory animals that they started to show some of the same immune pathology that resembled what had happened 50 years earlier so, so we said oh my god this is going to be problematic. All right, check that out. That's important stuff. And then we'll play Dr. Robert Malone, and he talks more about this here too. Uh, with the and so he's the inventor of mRNA uh, vaccine, right? The technology. Uh, and Wikipedia went on to remove this portion of his bio. Maybe they cost some stirs, or maybe they've reinstated. But this is how disingenuous they are. Uh, they call him a uh, vaccine conspiracy, an anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist now and all this stuff. is a big, big problem because he's speaking out. Uh, anyway, this is what he had to say about uh, auto, sorry, antibody dependent enhancement. Um, fear that all vaccinologists have. This is the one thing that scares us all the most. And it cropped up in the 1960s with the development of the pediatric vaccine for respiratory syncytial virus. Vaccines are known, can cause enhanced disease. <clears throat> Some vaccines make disease worse. The classic example of this phenomena of antibody-dependent enhancement, in which the antibodies actually make it possible for the virus to infect cells that it wouldn't otherwise infect, the classic example is dengue. When we get dengue the first time, there's four different strains of dengue. They're enough different that if you get the second strain that's different, it'll cause dengue hemorrhagic fever. That's what kills you. This phenomena was also seen with the dengue vaccine and caused let the death of many children. All right, so, so they let me uh, let me mute Alex there. Uh, but so two good clips. Uh, to be aware of, right, uh, regarding this. And here's uh, Nature, Microbiology, Antibody-Dependent Enhancement, and SARS-CoV-2 Vaccines and thera Therapies. Let me just read this here for you under the abstract for this paper here. Uh, Antibody-based drugs and vaccines against severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus are being expedited through preclinical pre and clinical development. Data from the study of SARS-CoV and other respiratory viruses suggest that anti-SARS-CoV-2 antibodies 
could exacerbate COVID-19 through antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. Previous respiratory syncytial uh, virus and dengue viruses, this is what Robert Malone went through here, uh, and the dengue virus vaccine studies reveal human clinical safety risks related to ADE resulting in failed vaccine trials. Here we described key ADE mechanisms and discussed mitigation strategies for SARS-CoV-2 vaccines and therapies in development. We also outlined recent published uh, data to evaluate the risk and opportunities for antibody-based pro uh, protection against SARS-CoV-2. So that's just to show you that it's like an official, uh, like it's in, it's in papers and stuff like that, and people talk about it. And again, this is what Fauci had to say about this back in April. I think it might have been actually like April 19th or something like that. Um, in 2020, where he talked about this fear that we can actually... And, and so this is what I think is happening here, basically, right? And this is what I think uh, is going to be one of the results of this uh, experimental mRNA technology. Uh, but the point is, Malone can't say it. The inventor of mRNA, uh, mRNA the gene technology, or this, this new method, he can't say this without being called a conspiracy theorist and an anti-vaxxer and a crazy lunatic misinformation, you know, guy that needs to be censored and banned. But Fauci can say it. Listen to this. He, he, does, he doesn't say it by this name. He doesn't say antibody-dependent enhancement, but he talks about, I think, enhancement is the word that he used. So this is obviously what he's talking about. Listen to Fauci here. The issue of safety is something that I want to make sure the American public understand. It's not only safety when you inject somebody and they get maybe an idiosyncratic reaction, they get a little allergic reaction, they get pain. Their safety associated, does the vaccine make you worse? And there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. You can get a good feel for that in animal models. So that's gonna be interspersed at the same time that we're testing, we're gonna try and make sure we don't have enhancement. So the worst possible thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. Can you imagine? There you go, right? So that's pretty explanatory. You want to protect them against some, uh, against a disease and then you actually make it worse, right? So that's that's basically what I think is happening here uh, on a larger scale, right? CDC admits mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine caused myocarditis in 12 to 7-year-olds and it's been particularly against males for some reason. Um which I'm not sure we understand why yet, but it's it's um, seems to hit young boys uh, more than anything, right? And keep in mind, all these uh, all these vaccines are still under emergency use authorization, and one of the reasons why they censored so heavily uh, all the information about ivermectin and hydrochloroquine is because this cannot you you cannot get an approval for emergency use use authorization if there is a therapeutic out there, something else, a medicine that actually works, right? Then they have to fall back on that and they have to use that and, and, and the FDA wouldn't be able to approve this emergency use, right? So that's the reason why they banned it. That's why social media, uh, mainstream media, they were all in on it at the same time, ban anybody that talks about this, say it's misinformation and blah, blah, blah. And as we'll see in a moment here, uh, Israeli uh, scientists are working on this now and for them, it's okay. They can say it, that's okay. They found three different uh, other non-mRNA uh, you know, therapies that that seem to work here. Uh, but anyway, we, we don't go, have to go through this more. This is just to, to show you that CDC is talking about this kind of stuff, right? Um, okay. So let me talk about France a little bit. We'll go through a couple of countries here. Uh, tomorrow is a 
is is a constitutional uh, court here. A constitutional court is as uh, being summoned in France to rule whether Macron's health pass uh, is to, to set in motion. That's happening tomorrow. Uh, and uh, Enigma here, and I was actually talking with him, who's tweeting this out. And depending on what happens tomorrow, I might bring him on to talk about the situation in France. This guy's predicting basically it will be a, a, a revolt uh, against the, the system. I, I've seen some conflicting information. I saw someone on Telegram, uh, uh, they were linking up an article as a source, and I didn't, I, I, I translated, it was in French, I translated, tried to read and find it, but this person was saying something like, you can be fined up to, it was like 20,000 euros in France uh, if you don't vaccinate your, your kids, and you could even go to jail for two years, the parents would go to jail for two years or whatever, and they linked up an article and I looked, and I couldn't find it. Now, the, the, there are issues where people are, European countries are going after parents that are not doing it, right, not, not obeying, folding to this. Uh, but I couldn't find that specifically. So we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens in France here. Here's the article that was linked up here. Top legal counsel to rule on health pass as France hits 40 million vaccinated, uh, which is which is a lot, actually, which is which is disheartening. There's still a lot of people out, though. France constitutional authority has said that it uh, would rule next week, which is tomorrow, on new legislation passed by parliament that would make the pro, uh, pro proposed health pass compulsory in most daily situations. It comes as the number of people in France who have received at least one jab against COVID-19 has crossed the 40 million mark. Um, the Constitutional Council, which has the power to send laws back to the government for changes, said it would issue the ruling on August 5th. Uh, Macron last week announced that the health pass proof of full vaccination or a negative test would be required for people in France to visit venues such as cinemas or nightclubs. Parliament voted overnight Sunday to Monday to extend the use of obligatory vaccine passports from next month for visits to restaurants, cafes, and trips to intercity trains as well as planes. The legislation also makes vaccines obligatory for health workers and carers. Now that's happening in the U.S. too. A lot of people actually walking out protesting this. Uh, and then they go through and talk a little bit about um, the pushback and, and a lot of people are protesting and stuff like that. Uh, Saturday saw over 160,000 rally nationwide and dozens arrested uh, in, in protests against this pass and stuff like that. Um, anyway, they're, they're talking about how they're trying to stop it, basically, right? Uh, but here's from Vox from uh, 2019. Uh, interesting, right? The global crackdown on parents who refuse to vaccinate, vaccine, <laughs> refuse vaccines for their kids is on. Countries like Germany and Australia are tired of measles outbreaks. So they're moving to fine anti-vaccine parents, right? So this could be part of this uh, law that someone talked about that might already be in place. I couldn't find it in the specific article that someone linked up. Uh, let me see here. What is it? In Germany, on Thursday, no, so this is like two years ago, lawmakers, and, and this I'm telling you this to say there's a precedent here that like they've already been working on this before the COVID bullshit showed up, right? Uh, so now they have like a legal, it's, everything is already in place to basically force you to do this. In Germany on Thursday, lawmakers passed a law stating that parents need to prove uh, they vaccinated their kids against measles or risk fines up to uh, uh, 2,500 euros. Unvaccinated children also risk losing their place in schools. Italy's parliament passed a law that makes 10 childhood vaccines mandatory for kids up to age 16. In France, the health ministry made 11 vaccines up from current three mandatory for children, though there's no talk of a fine yet. Then they go through Australia, U.S., uh, all that stuff, right? New York. All right, so that, that's that's crazy, right? That, that they're actually they've already pushed for this for such a long time, uh, and 
Now they're just waiting for uh, for this to be rolled up, a couple laws to be passed, and then they say, that's it, that's mandatory. Uh, so we have to see pushback. We have to see massive protests. They have to push back against this, and this is this is um, this is where where the um, this is where the cup flows over, as they say. Can't fold on this. Cannot fold on this. Have to be mass protest. Mass, um, just citizens need to stand up to this bullshit, right? Um, here's from yesterday. Switching over to Germany for a little bit. Um, Germany is preparing a new lockdown. Bild, which is one of the bigger publications there, has obtained an internal document that even proposes restrictions that would apply only to unvaccinated citizens. Here's an auto-translated version of this here. It says, we've got full screen here so we can read this properly. For those who have not been vaccinated, currently 32 million in Germany. That's quite sizable. What is that? That's, how many are there in Germany? 80 million? So that's almost, you know, not half, not quite half maybe. Uh, it could be even harder. Under certain conditions, they should not get in anywhere, not even with a negative test, because above a certain ins, uh, incidence, the translation can be a little wonkier because it's auto-translated, right? Above a certain incidence in hospital occupancy, unvaccinated citizens should no longer be able to go to restaurants, for example, exclusion of non-vaccinated people from participating in events and in the catering trade. The so-called 3G rule, <laughs> okay, good name for that, which enables vaccinated, recovered, and tested people to participate in social life. There you go. Get it. If you if you want to partake in social life, bow down. Get in the pot, eat the bugs. Otherwise, your score, your social credit score, will sink, and you won't be able to uh, rent an apartment because you're not going to be able to own anything. That's that's long gone. Anyway, that's that 3G rule is set to become. Uh, or is then to become the 2G rule. In other words, that means only vaccinated and convalescent have access. Uh, probably maybe an interesting word there translated. Unvaccinated people are excluded even with a test. So in Germany, it's not even it's not good enough even if you have a test that shows you're ne- you're, that you're negative. You don't have the virus. You're not infected. It's all good. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You have to be vaccinated. Uh, so sticking on Bild here, the uh, German newspaper, they issued li- recently, I want to play this to you, uh, an apology for their COVID coverage. And it especially had to do with uh, children and the way that they have been pushing. And I'm not sure why they're doing this apology. It's not, uh, you know, beyond just, is it an internal thing? Was it pressure from the outside? That still remains uncertain, uh, unknown, at least to me at this point. Uh, but read the subtitles here, nonetheless. It's very interesting. Um, check this out here. Let me let me see if I can uh, let me start this up. Read the subtitles here. Millionen Kindern in diesem Land, für die wir als Gesellschaft alle miteinander verantwortlich sind, möchte ich sagen, was unsere Bundesregierung und unsere Kanzlerin bisher nicht wagen zu sagen. Wir bitten euch um Verzeihung. We ask you to forgive us. Um Verzeihung für anderthalb Jahre einer Politik, die euch zu Opfern gemacht hat, zu Opfern von Gewalt. Vernachlässigung, Isolation und seelische Einsamkeit. Für eine Politik und eine mediale Berichterstattung, die euch bis heute wie Gift das Gefühl einflößt, ihr wäret eine tödliche Gefahr für unsere Gesellschaft. Das seid ihr nicht. Lasst euch das nicht einreden. Wir haben euch zu schützen, nicht ihr uns. Vor allem, was unseren Kindern geschehen ist, haben genug Menschen, hat auch Bild, immer wieder gewarnt. Doch nichts geschah. Gab es den Merkel-Gipfel für Kinder? Nein. 
Stattdessen wurde unseren Kindern eingebläut, sie würden Oma umbringen, wenn sie es wagen würden, Kinder zu sein, ihre Freunde zu treffen. Nichts davon hat je jemand wissenschaftlich bewegt, belegt. Ja. Es war nur bequem, das zu behaupten, weil Kinder sich nicht wehren und nicht wählen. Wenn der Staat einem Kind seine Rechte nimmt, dann muss er beweisen, dass er dadurch eine unmittelbare, konkrete Gefahr abwehrt. Dieser Beweis ist nie erbracht worden. Ersetzt wurde er durch Propagandaparolen vom Kind als Pandemietreiber. Ja. Wer widersprechen wollte, wurde in die Expertenrunden des Kanzleramts nicht eingeladen. Unsere Politiker sollten lieber Schulen und Turnhallen öffnen, statt Wahlkampfstände. Sie werden sonst vor ihrem Gewissen und in den Geschichtsbüchern ein Trümmerfeld der Kinderseelen hinterlassen. Okay, interesting. So basically apologizing to the kids in Germany for saying that things like uh, if you go and visit grandma, you'll you'll kill her, you're you're a danger and stuff like that. They've isolated the kids, they've held them away from school and all these things, I guess, built kind of went along in this coverage. I don't know what's changed. Has, has this changed in multiple outlets in Germany? I, that I don't know. Or is it just built that's backtracking on this? They're talking about there's no scientific evidence for, you know, children being like a you know spreader and being dangerous and all this kind of stuff. So very interesting. They're calling it a deception, basically, right? That the type of coverage that they did was propaganda. Uh, and they're apologizing to the kids for that. So that's that's very important, very interesting to see that they're folding in this way. We're going to go to Israel next, but let me do a couple of these super chats. Uh, ended up a bit behind here, so let me do those real quick. Let me see here. Um, who's next? Cornered Space Alien. Good to see you back, sir. Uh, Cornered Space Alien sends Victory Hales over to the Rhone. <laughs> Thank you. Over a, a hundred nurses protest Banner Health, Arizona's largest healthcare pr uh, provider. Uh, interesting. I did see some protests, some footage of uh, protests in Arizona. Uh, nurses were out and all that stuff, right? You forced us to work through the pandemic, and now when we don't want to take the vaccine, you know, we're, we've become the enemy, or you know, people are talking in these kinds of terms. Um, thank you for um, uh, that. Oh, I guess it was a, maybe an autocorrect there. The next one is also from Corner Space Alien over on Interstream. Uh, victory for the Rome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Good to see you. Corner Space Alien, it was a pleasure. Peppa McFly, not only is it okay to be white, not only is it okay to be white, it's pretty awesome. That's right. Thank you, Pepe. Uh, Archie says corporations might be getting pressure from their health insurance to mandate jabs since damage from the jab is covered by the government, but damage from the virus is covered by the insurer. This happens to Lyme patients. Interesting. So when you say, okay, so when you're saying damage from the jab is covered by the government. You're talking about the uh, vaccination compensation program, that the one that's running, because we know, as you say, uh, the corporations, this is a good meme I saw, someone is getting the shot, and it's like, this will this will uh, make me immune, right? And then the uh, person, uh, the, the nurse giving the vaccine, oh, only the uh, only the manufacturer will be immune uh, from, uh, from, 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 you know, being sued or anything like that. But that's an interesting take, uh, Archie. Uh, another one here from Archie. I described my RCMP interview. Uh, it might explain why there's so many Capitol Hill police suicides. The West is selecting pansies, not meat eaters. Interesting. I described my RCMP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the RCMP interview. They, you had to be, you had to be crying and all that stuff, right? So we've had. We're thinking about covering that Friday, but so the fourth police officer from the January sixth, the supposed insurrection, the, uh, the 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 riot at the Capitol, right? And the selfie opportunity for some, let's be honest. 
and for being led into the capital. Um, four, I think, so far have killed themselves. And at first I was thinking, like, what is this? Is it, Are they being offed? Are, are these cops that do not bow down, you know, that they don't agree with the, uh, what was his name again, Harry Hines or Hens or what was his name again, the, the big black guy? Who's saying that everyone, the MAGA crowd, the, the, these old boomers were calling him the N-word and stuff. Um, Hen Hennessy or Henny or what was his last name? Anyway, um, they are, maybe they were not, go, maybe they're along with this, the, the charade, and they, they would, they were, they would notice that they were not bowing down hard enough, maybe, so they were taken out. But that's an interesting po uh, point, Archie. It might just be that because of all the pressure and stuff and, and, and because of what happened that day and they've now they've been, you know, talked into it as like America is being torn apart and our own population is doing this to us. And maybe they're genuinely like actually so depressed and so uh, traumatized from this that they actually killed themselves. Anything is possible. You know, anything's on the table until we find out, at least in my mind. And first I was like, are they using some... You know, I've showed those articles, right, where they've subjected your brain to, like, electromagnetic fields to make you, to change your behavior, essentially. To make you, if you believe in God, right, the, the, you can lose your faith in God because, you know, they apply an electromagnetic field of frequency, essentially, right? They can make you less bigoted, supposedly, by doing that, to, that too. It can change many other, uh, many other patterns, right? You can even induce... Drug-like experiences. There was some uh, a researcher at, uh, I think it was Laurent University. Michael, uh, what was his name again? I was, I, I talked about him quite a few years ago. He had something called the God Helmet, where he did tests on on, on uh, patients. He put this helmet on them, and it, and of course that's kind of the old school way. You you actually have to have like a big helmet on with like wires in it. So I'm not trying to argue that that's what they were subjected to, but they initiated different. Um, electromagnetic fields on the brain and discovered that they can like have hallucinatory almost like drug-like experiences like they've taken psilocybin or ayahuasca or stuff like that and this could actually also help to change their religious views right but these days you don't have to have a helmet on these days you can very easily you know and it sounds like sci-fi but they can actually just like beam a <laughs> like a frequency you know they they have they have applied ways of doing this the, the, supposedly this new uh the, the new chips that are going in into some of the cell phones and stuff like that. They have like radar frequency, ultra broadband. There's like all these different frequency ranges. But anyway, um, so I was like, maybe they're subjected to something. Maybe they want them out. They're not obeying. Beam them with this, you know, energy field or something, right? Again, I don't know how that works or the actual implementation of it, but I know, but I know that it, that technology exists. Um, and so maybe they're, they're they're getting depressed, they're changing their behavior, and they actually kill themselves. It's very strange, but we'll have to we have to follow up on that more. Thank you, Archie. Appreciate that. Robo think. I'm so over this COVID mandate bullshit. How are mobs not lynching these asshats asshats pushing it? Yeah, the, uh, there's going to be a breaking point, I think. And in many countries, we're talking about millions of people. Uh, and tens of millions in some at that, that will not go along. They will not take this. They will not bow down. They will not do what they are told, right? And either we'll have a scenario where they, and I think this is highly unlikely, they push it as, as hard as possible on as many as possible, 
and make life a living hell, essentially, for the people that haven't taken it, right? In other words, you can't partic you, you can't go into stores, you can't shop food, you can That will probably limit the amount of people that will say no. I still think there's a sizable portion that won't bow down anyway, but let's say that they get to 80% or something like that, and then they back off and they say, oh, you know, that's good enough. We got 80%. That's kind of, that's, I forget what the goal was in a country like the US. It was just 75% or something like that, or maybe it was 80 And maybe they will pull back at that point, but I, I think that's highly unlikely. The other aspect of this is that the, you have to force it and force it and force it on the people that won't do it. And eventually, you will have videos where people's doors are being, you know, broken down and there are uh, police or army or something like that, right? SWAT teams that are holding people down and they're forcefully injected, right? Now, that's a, that's a, I think that's a very dangerous line for them to cross and I, do, I think they want to avoid that as, as hard as possible. I think they're going to go, and we'll get to the social credit score stuff in a little bit here, but I think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to basically say, look, if you don't want to take this, we'll basically, we'll just force you out of society to get you to submit, right? So in most likelihood, you you might not get those videos where they're forced, where people are forced, but they will have to jump out from some from regular society, basically. They will be purged. You know, either you you get out now or you will be purged that's what i think is the most likely scenario here so we'll talk more about that in a moment um from a greek name i can't pronounce um uh i think is that greek or is it Cyr uh, yeah i think it's cyrillic isn't it? anyway um is bipolarism and chaos what they're after uh, well, chaos is definitely what they're about. Bipolarism, yeah, I mean, it creates mental illness regardless, I think, having this living in this kind of world, the contradictions, the doubles, uh, the, the double standards and all that kind of stuff, right? It's, it's a bit weird. Um, but the chaos is, is, an, is an essential part in reshaping the society. That's what I think. It's, it, that's like a one-on-one -on -one building block. You have to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet, basically. Uh, if you want to have a new order, you have to create chaos first. And so the COVID pandemic is the chaos. And now they're reshaping the world in their image. Uh, the, the fourth industrial revolution will be an outcome of this. Uh, the transhuman agenda, we've now entered onto that path by essentially genetically modifying humans, opening the door to, uh, to having this approach that we just, all you need to fix yourself from these diseases is a software update. That's essentially what mRNA is right. It's a software update. It's your body's. It's the establishment and the medical, the, the the white coats, the clergy coming along and saying your your body is not good enough. Your immune system is not designed to take this. We have to come in and update it. Right. So that's the outcome of this. And at that point, anything is possible. If we if we open that door and telling them they can they can treat us for whatever disease they see fit, uh, they can tell us how to update our genetic code because we have to you know get a new uh, software update and stuff like that. Uh, and then eventually it will be hardware update too. By the way, computer brain interfaces. You'll be part of. You'll be a. You'll be a, a node point in the Internet of Things. Basically, that's where where they want to go. Um, okay. Awesome guys, thank you. Let's uh, let's continue here. Israel, real quick. Israel's COVID cabinet contemplating a lockdown in two weeks. Report. There's rumors that uh, Biden is going to announce this soon too in the U.S. Uh, and, of course, some countries have already entered into that, such as Australia. Uh, UK, I think, is contemplating that now, too. 
Anyway, the possibility of imposing a lockdown in two weeks' time was discussed in Israel's Corona cabinet. Construction and Housing Minister is reportedly in favor of the move as infection models have predicted a lockdown will be necessary in any case by September. Israel is being hit fucking hard here. It's also reported that officials in the health ministry are supportive of a lockdown in order to motivate Israelis who have not yet received a third vaccine dose to go get the jab. So they're already on number three, I guess. All right. So that's coming. Close a couple of windows here. Um, Three existing, staying in Israel for a while, three existing drugs fight coronavirus with almost 100% success in Jerusalem lab. Interesting. Why are we not hearing more about this, right? If medicine passes, uh, if medicines pass clinical tests for COVID, they're also likely to prove effective for new variants, scientists say, as they target proteins that barely change between mutations. Okay. Israeli scientists say they've identified three existing drugs that have good prospects as COVID-19 treatments, reporting they illustrated high ability to fight the virus in lab testing. They place substances with live SARS, uh, live SARS-CoV-2 and human cells in vitro. The results show that the uh, that the drugs can protect cells from onslaught by the virus, which close to 100% effectiveness, meaning that almost 100% of the cells lived despite being infected with the virus. By contrast, in normal circumstances, half of these cells would have died after two days following contact with the virus. He added that there are strong indications that the drugs will be robust against changing variants. Let me see if we can get a name here. Um, is there a name? The drugs in question. Okay, here we go. Uh, Dar, Daraplodib? Dar, these fucking names, I'll tell you these. <laughs> like Xeno... Gazino morphs. Um, anyway, that's currently treats octerocleosis, the cancer drug, uh, the cancer drug flumtabnib. These names, cancer drug. That's interesting too, because some people said that this virus has been spliced, right, with like AIDS virus and uh, cancer, something with like parts that have been, you know, brought in to make this new little demon. And also HIV medicine. Don't target the spikes. Uh, don't target the spikes protein. Rather, they target one of the two other proteins: the envelope protein and the three A protein. Uh, all right, interesting. So that's uh, three other drugs. So that's in addition to ivermectin and uh, hydro- hydrochloroquine, which seems to have worked pretty good as well. And here's another one regarding ivermectin. Israeli scientists say COVID-19 could be treated for under one dollar per day. Now, of course, why in the world? With the the big pharma establishment, which funds, let's be honest, most of the um, which funds most of the media coverage, right? It it it, it funds all these channels, uh, cable news, and all that stuff, right? The big one, even CDC in itself, right? I'm sure you guys saw this. I tweeted it out, but good to good to be aware of this here, right? Um. Bill and Melinda Gates funding sources for the CDC, right? Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Walt Disney, right? But uh, Pfizer, Merck, Novartis Group, Johnson and Johnson, like that. The, these sound f- familiar. I'm sure Moderna will, will be on this list here soon too. And then it came out over the weekend that fact checkers on Facebook are funded by Johnson and Johnson and stuff like that, right? They don't want a treatment that's available for under one dollar a day. They want new experimental technology to enter us into the transhumanist path by changing our 
you know, or, or, or ex getting us to accept mRNA software code updates for the human body instead of taking something that's established and that could work. But in Israel, they're allowed to do it. They're, they're, they're talking about this. And so options are coming out of there, which is I, I just find highly interesting, right? Uh, very, very interesting. Okay, so let's go over to uh, the U.S. now and talk about that. Let me do one uh, one chat here. Two, actually, two more. One from, yeah, how the hell do I pronounce your name? Bayens Aplavizne. I have no idea how to pronounce your name. Sorry, dude. Um, he says... Can we say there's still an ethnic angle to this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's about control. I Ultimately, I think the very same forces that have been working vehemently uh, to replace white people, let's be honest, right? They, they want white people gone. Uh, it, one of the reasons for this uh, is because they're most... Let me just see here. Let me search for one thing. I want to play a clip here. Apparently, white people are the most hesitant when it comes to things like vaccines, right? And even that, did you guys see the video that uh, Mark Dice did when he walked around and asked, we, we got to put people in jail, basically, like, sign, sign this petition. That's the type of videos he does when he's out on the streets talking to people. Basically, like... You know, we need to the unvaccinated need to be sent to jail. They need to go to prison and think what they've you know what they're doing here. They're putting us all at risk, and a, you know, surprising amount of people signed this and they thought that this was a, a valid idea. And and I noticed something watching. It's a small sample, you know, group here, uh, but still, I know the majority of people that signed and were okay with it was non-whites and white women and, and the majority of it wasn't always 100 percent, but it was like 95 percent that were saying that you're you're lunatic like you're crazy or like they even you know they someone was like that's fascism we're not going to do that type of thing right um that was that was white men right uh and so it reminds me of this uh clip that we played a couple of times where the former um, was she CDC? What was her name again? My computer is so sluggish. I'm searching for the file and it's just so sluggish. It's unfortunate. Um, she said, we, we basically just need to get rid of all the, the whites regarding vaccine hesitancy. Um, what's her name again? Sharon? What was it again? Her, her name? Does chat know? Um, it's a shame. Let me see if I can just search for CDC and see if I can find it. Um, I think it's under her name, and I can't find it right now. CDC director, is this, is this it? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, we played it a few times anyway. Damn it, some some clips I wanted to see. Carol Baker, thank you, Star Pilot. That's right, Carol Baker. Let me search for Carol real quick here. Um, that's part of it. So to back to your point, yeah, here we go. There it is. Perfect. Thank you, Chad. I appreciate that. My my brain is. Uh, I guess I'm uh, I'm struggling with the Delta variant here. I'm having brain fog. Ooh. Um, listen to this. Here's the ethnic component of the vaccine thing. So, so yeah, so point is, the same forces that have been anti-white for the last few decades are the ones pushing this. We can't trust them because they want us gone, right? And how they wouldn't just show up now and have our best interests at heart all of a sudden, right? And I think part of this is to partially get to squeeze out white people out of society, right? The, the mo if we can trust this woman... Carol Baker, ex-CDC, appointed by Obama. Uh, she was like the chair or something like that of CDC. 
she claims that white people are the most uh, vaccine hesitant. And so she says, we just have to get rid of all the whites. Listen to this. The battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's oh, this is interesting. Also, Bayer, uh, Baylor College, by the way, Texas Children's Hospital, which is the former guy that we talked with. He's from there, too, by the way. Interesting. Anyway, let's continue. Why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies mm. against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been oh, a minority fantastic. for more than 20 years in the city of Houston. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That is a political designation. But a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Is it? Is that not the whole clip? We just have to get rid of the whites, right? We just have to get rid of all the whites. Um, I think there's more to it there too. She goes into continues that, but anyway. So that might be one of the angles here as well. Uh, the basically through. Th I'm not saying this is the only reason, but I'm saying through this method, they can continue their anti-white agenda uh, and say that may maybe there's mostly white people that are prone to be anti-vaccine. And so we can squeeze them out of society. We can get them to leave their jobs or uh, or, or purge them or in, in some kind of capacity. I think it's just like it, that's one one agenda that's weaved into the, a bigger agenda. Now it's, basically, now it's simply about control. It's, it's, it's simply about updating things, uh, running society in a new way, fourth industrial revolution. We have to have all these new digital ways of following people and surveillance and tracking and uh, are you healthy? And if you're not, we have to give you updates regularly or medications or, and stuff like that. And soon enough, you'll see there will be, they will issue medications against so-called racism, right? We've shown the headlines many times. Um, they can administer a pill against racism. They can uh, subject us to electromagnetic fields to make it less bigoted. What? There's nothing that will stop these people. There's nothing that's, if we accept them that it's their responsibility to fix us when it comes to this, the, the, the COVID thing, any number of things will be next. Oh, well, this is also a public health crisis. And now we need climate lockdowns. And, you know, these are issues that we're struggling with. And so you just have to bow down and listen to us. And your whole way of life has to have to change, right? Um, so it's about ultimately about control, and they're still seeing that I think generally white people is is one of the biggest obstacles standing in their way, and so they prefer us to to be getting rid of, replaced internally in our own countries, mixed out, right, losing our ethnic nationalistic you know tendencies in, in Western countries. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's definitely part of it. Uh, Pepe here says. What do you think is a good option for a Swede these days to escape the migrant hellhole, shootings, rape of children, etc., that this country has turned into? Is it to migrate, uh, signed refugee from Sweden? No, I, th I no, I don't think that. Um, I haven't fled for good. I intend to uh, to to go back to uh, to Sweden at some point. Of course, not amid all the the Corona stuff, right? 
Uh, no, it's to organize. It's to get together and build community. That's what we're doing here, where we are right now. Um, go further north if you have to. Get involved with the organizations as, such as uh, the Free Sweden, uh, even uh, Europe Terra Nostra. That's a good organization. I think Don, um, Don is part of that too. Uh, Don Eriksson. There's a couple of guys. Maybe Magnus uh, Söderholm is, is part of that too. Uh, but there are some good groups. Get in touch with them. Uh, get in touch with as many people as you can. Begin building networks. Get to know people. Take part in the groups and organizations that do exist. Get together. Start talking to people about moving somewhere. Right, Move to an area. Start taking that over. Or build new properties. Go together. Buy land together. Buy something that's cheap. Go further north. Do not escape. Do not flee. That's not the way out. This is happening in every single country. In every Western country, this is happening. There, there is no escape. There's no other place to flee. Sure, maybe in 10 years, Hungary will open up and say, oh, white people that are like being shat on, you're welcome to come here. Sure, that might happen one day. I still don't think it's right to, 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 to flee and to escape. I, I totally get it. I understand it. But we have to stay in our countries, but pick a spot inside of those countries and get together with as many as possible. Build community, get together, and that's part of what, we're, what we've started doing here as well. More and more people getting together, urging people to move to one area. And, and not everyone can, not at the same time, but th this could still be a long-term plan. Um, so that's what I think about that, Pepe. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate it. Okay. New York. you got to speed up here a little bit if we're going to get to everything here today. Uh, New York City issues vaccine mandates for indoor activities. Confuses the entire country, Recode says here. I don't think it's confusing, to be honest. Uh, it's pretty clear what's going on. New York City will soon require that people show proof of vaccination to eat indoors and to go to shows. But it's not launching another app. Well, they have all the apps that they need for this. Here's what Bill de Blasio said, uh, the governor of New York City. Let me cue up this clip here. Uh, regarding that it's time to get vaccinated. We're going to get a really clear message. If you want to participate in our society fully, you got to get vaccinated. you got to get vaccinated. It's time. Well, this isn't that again. We're going to get a really clear message. If you want to participate in our society fully, you got to get vaccinated. You got to get vaccinated. It's time. If you want to participate in our society, in other words, you are not part of the society. If you've lived there, if you've paid taxes, if you've, your parents, your grandpa, if you've, your line been part of this society, been in New York, let's say, for generations, if you don't get vaccinated, you're not part of that society anymore. They're purging you. The great purge is on. That's it. They're kicking you out. If you don't bow down, if you don't obey, if you don't get in the pod, eat the bugs, take the shots, shut up, get the updates, you're out. We're going to purge you. And all these different fields, all these different companies are doing it now. Facebook, Twitter, Uber, you know, uh, 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 people at Google, I think we're doing something as well, right? Uh, Biden introduced, uh, said that all government workers in the U.S. have to do this. Now is the defense secretary set to announce mandatory COVID vaccines for all active duty troops at Biden's direction. Lloyd Austin will announce that all active duty troops will be required to take the COVID vaccine sometime this week, according to CNN. Is there a clip here? No. Okay. Doesn't matter. We don't have to get into the weeds of that. We understand where this is going. We understand what the point is, right? Uh, America's largest postal worker union has thoughts about Biden's vaccine mandate. Now, so apparently... There are protests brewing as well. Now, this is the flip side to the Great Purge. You're going to have the Great Strike. I think millions of people are going to refuse this, and this is the time to organize. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be 
in, in this instance, there is no, as far as I'm concerned, there's no exclusion. The, you should reasonably be willing to, for this one goal, work together with different political affiliations, with different ethnic groups, with different demographic, whatever, whatever it is. It, it, it doesn't matter. You know, this is ironically a thing that, at least temporarily, that, that won't solve all the other issues that we have. <laughs> That's been part of our of our societies and our and our, uh, and our increasingly less white societies in the West and, and all the, the problems that come with immigration. But if you look at most most footage, at least in Europe, right? You look at France and Italy, and we play this in the Weekend Warrior shows, you know, several weeks in a row now, weekends in a row. France, Italy, Germany, uh, Sweden, we played Denmark when they were going against this earlier this year, right? It, it's it's all the native European people there are, basically. There's a couple of handful of, of diversity, right? But, it, but it's not like when it was, uh, you know, when it's some some Islamic prayer group in France or something, or or uh, uh, when there's some riots or something, right? Some BLM thing. It's it's mostly white people that are out, right? Uh, America a little bit more maybe diverse, but I'd say majority white people. But but regardless, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Push back, protest, object, say no, put put your foot down, draw a line in the sand. Anybody who's with you on that page, as far as I'm concerned, that's what has to happen. But if we solve this issue, if we, you know, because if you don't, if we don't have this, we have nothing. If we lose this, as far as I'm concerned, we're losing everything because anything will go after this point, right? This is it's the nail in, in our coffin here, and it doesn't matter. And, it, and it, that doesn't mean we're all going to get along so great after that if we push back against nothing. Nothing to do with that. It's just like it's a common goal. It's very simple. It's straightforward. It's it's drawn out. Go out, protest, push back, show them that you you won't take this, and we need as many people with us as possible. Then, if and when we achieve that, we still fall back to the same you know issues that we're still struggling with, right? Uh, and that we have for a long time. So that's irrelevant. But as far as I'm concerned, push back against this, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, people at businesses are going to stop uh, going to their jobs. They're going to quit. They're going to they're going to bail. They're going to maybe find some other way out. I, I'm not even sure what's what's going to happen with that. So in New York City, there were some protests. I think we can take a look at some of those. Um, there's some video here. This is just an announcement here. Um, with New York City announcing vaccine passports today, the grassroots organizers have already planned for protests. This Instagram page with a few thousand followers is announcing a medical freedom rally August 9th. So that's coming up. What is that? Friday? Um, no, next Monday. Okay, next Monday. New York City. If you're still, uh, <laughs> if you're still stuck in the hello, that's New York City. I urge you to get out. I urge you to get out of any city right now. But if you're there, go out and protest. One last battle, one last pushback. If you can't get this, you have to sell everything and just leave, right? Anyway, um, so many are expected to uh, take part in this. So that's something to check out. There are some other uh, protests too. And it's kind of dividing the country uh, in, in a way, right? That not maybe straight down the middle. But I think majority of people are conservatives. Majority of people are, we're talking about America, traditionally, you know, they would be Trump supporters and stuff like that. But it's not exclusively that. There's some leftists, there's some hippie type people, there's some new age, there's natural health people. And it's also, frankly, a great opportunity to reach out to these people while you're at these events. Get them to open their eyes. Be, be you know, just, it's it's another issue you can bring to, to a lot of these people that, that there are, you know, 
showing up at these events. And of course, not everyone will be receptible, but if they see what the elite's doing here, you can continue and follow through and say, well, you know, also what they're doing, uh, they're replacing the native populations in these countries, right? So that's part of the problem that's weaved into this at the same time. So anyway, but but, but there's a lot of, you know, a lot of different, so far as I've seen, uh, there are some different, you know, groups that you maybe you traditionally wouldn't see when it comes to these protests. But in France, we've seen a lot of French flags, you know, in Italy, same thing, Greece, we've seen that. There's It seems to be generally more patriotic and freedom-oriented people that are out, right? So this is a good uh, opportunity. But anyway, here's some people protesting. And there will always be some, you know, nut jobs or they think 5G is the only thing that's the reason for this or something like that, right? I'm not saying 5G is, is you know, benevolent um, or anything like that. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of problems with that. But you don't have to get into, you know, you don't have to get into making those differences the, the issue. It's just, it's just not worth it. But people can believe whatever they believe is the reason for it. Doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Whatever they believe, fine, whatever. Just push back against this. You need as many people as you, in your area where you live, you need as many people as possible. Go out and take part if there's protests in your area. That's my that's my encouragement. Uh, show them that you're not going to bow down to this. Bow down to this. So anyway, here's a couple of videos here outside of uh, Radio City Hall. And there's some boomer tier here, just like, you know, this is apartheid and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, all right, whatever. But I'm, I don't, I don't care. Again, I frankly don't care what the motivations are. Um, or what they think is a reason or or the outcome. It, it's true, though, that this is creating a second-class citizen. I mean, that there's no doubt about that. That this is literally creating a, a an outside force or an outside citizen that will not be able to partake in in, in regular and normal society. And you know, from my perspective, part of this is is also to then take the the measures that you need to take to to disconnect from the society right it doesn't want us i many things that it offers i don't want either right uh, but there's that in between problem like certain things you're just to, to live in a modern society to go buy food to to do certain things there's certain things you need you might have to travel for your job or something or just keeping your job right what's the balance between here all this is being battled out right now um, anyway, so, so people showed up at the Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett uh, 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 concerts and to protest because they said the vaccination. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't show up to protest because I really, really want to be led into this Lady Gaga <laughs> concert. But that's not what it's about, right? You get this, right? Anyway, let's look at some of the footage. Show your papers. Get your papers out. Welcome to Nazi Germany. This is the medical apartheid. We're fighting for you. Yeah, so you'll, you'll get some of that, but whatever. Let's go. All right, let's see if there's a there was a little battle and a fight here. All right, let me see here. Oh, this guy, uh, I think has <laughs> this is what he had to say. It's funny. Tell someone they have to wear a mask. Here we go. This is a funny guy here. <laughs> to tell someone. 
one, they have to wear a mask to go to a movie or a restaurant. That's yes, on said, gay but not proud. <laughs> Back to blue. Anyway. That's messed up. It's wrong. This is not a communist dictatorship. We have freedom of choice. At least it's a communist dictatorship. Kudos to, to, the, to the gay, to the non-proud gay guy. In this country. I want to breathe. Thank you, <laughs> de Blasio. Get the fuck out of this city. I want to breathe. What can you say? Based, right? What am I looking at here? I don't want to look at it anymore. Whatever it is. More cowbell. That's right. <laughs> Barrow bar bar tricks. All right. So they, yeah. So it's segregation. It was a fight here, though. Let me see here. This one I want to see here. I think it's this one. It was like a, a the racist card is coming out. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's just splitting everything. Like it's, it's incredible to watch this, just how, how polarized it is. And this vaccine issue is really like, like bringing that out. I think more than ever, not only the vaccine, it's the passports, the, the limitation, the masking and all that stuff. Right here, here we go. My I tell you one thing, whatever whatever is happening, I would not want to be in New York. Holy shit. Can you imagine? And again, just like add on compound the issue of ethnic conflicts and of whitey's bad and all this other shit weaved into it. This is also of course this is also it's an interesting point I just thought of it, but but this is and it's not a big revelation, but it's obvious when these kinds of things happen that it's like Again, the reason why the ruling class, those who are seeking to replace us, are benefiting so much by having a divided population. Dividing it along of racial lines, of course, that's the big one. Uh, but then it's on sexual issues and, you know, so you have all the gays and the transsexuals and you have all these various little identity groups and stuff like that. It's increasingly difficult just for any nation in the West to come together. They have a shared value, shared culture, and just push back against something, right? So that's that's part of the that's part of the problem. And that's part of the thing why it's been so hard. I think to just get a, to stop this early on, right? Again, it's more part of that problem reaction solution type thing. Uh, you, you this is this is creating the chaos, making it as chaotic as possible, making it hard for us to push back, to fight back because we're just we're we're, we're so divided because of all these issues, right? So ideally, when ethnic, but again, it doesn't guarantee anything. Look at look at Iceland, right? This is propaganda, so you gotta, gotta recognize that too. Iceland, someone said, is somewhere around 80% uh, vaccinated. I saw some reports 
uh, estimating as high as 90%? If this blood clot thing is a, is a compounding issue with other health issues, you're uh, continually exposed to other strains and stuff like that, Iceland might be just basically depopulated after uh, after we're sitting down here. Again, I hope not. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is just a crazy conspiracy theory. They're all going to be fine. Nothing happened. This was way overblown, and the vaccine is safe and effective, and it works, and nothing's bad with it, right? So, so that that's an uh, that's an ideal situation and outcome here. But you do have some countries like Iceland uh, that kind of used to be like Sweden. They're 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 gullible. They're trusting the authorities. They're very uh, dependent on government, right? We have the had the systems in place for decades and decades. Mommy and daddy, government's going to take care of you. This is the the cringe democratic socialism that's been running Sweden for. Uh, five six decades basically right we had a little spurg off with the uh, with uh, the conservative party which was of course even worse obviously when it comes to immigration but then the social democrats came in and, and they just put the nail in the coffin and finished the job right but i think people in sweden are more are today much more skeptical overall the swedes in sweden much more skeptical of the government and the media than just like a couple of decades ago, because they betrayed us. They, they've, they've broken our trust time and time again. In Iceland, you really don't have that. Uh, so you have a huge, you know, really high vaccination rate. So unfortunately, the propaganda is also very effective, right? All right. Um, check out this. Let's go to the next one. Uh, U.S. hospitals face staffing shortages amid latest COVID-19 wave. Snapshots from five states. Now, I think this is also part of the fact that so many hospitals are ordering people, ordering their employees to get the vaccine. I know four, four or five, personally, who are like given this ultimatum. And, like, and, and that's it. You have to get out. And so all these other shortages, kind of like in the UK with the pandemic, we talked about that too. Uh, says here, as U.S. hospitals deal with more patients, both COVID-19 and non-COVID, some are facing staffing shortages. Florida... Uh, now, so part of it that they weave into this is that, well, it's uh, it's because it's rising. You know, COVID-19 is, is, is out of control. It's rising. Uh, but in reality, a lot of the nurses and staff are quitting. I think military people will quit. I think uh, hospital personnel with, will, will quit, which is going to just compound and make the problem even worse, right, for those that need the assistance and the help. So we have shortage in Florida, Oregon, Idaho, Texas, Tennessee. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see how many people fall to this, right? What is this hospital review, right? Um, let me uh, let me play a couple of clips here too. Here's the Biden regime back in action, uh, talking about making it as difficult as possible uh, for unvaccinated people to return to work. Listen to this. Last question. Let's go to Zeke AP. Thank you all for doing this. Um, I'm just following up on Jeff Mason's question earlier uh, for you, uh, Jeff Science, um, on the uh, on these the additional requirements. Uh, it seems what you're trying to do here is impose some sort of cost on people who are unvaccinated as a sort of the, the, the stick there, and I sort of get them to roll up their sleeves and get the shot. So why isn't the federal government going further on some of these? You know, whether it be proposing uh, mandating uh, vaccination requirements for travel. Um, across the federal workforce, for instance, you know, how far is the administration willing to go to sort of you know, turn up the pressure on the unvaccinated to actually get shots? Roll well, up your sleeve. Uh, we've, we've taken significant steps here uh, to, to, to make it difficult 
um, to come back to work or more difficult to come back to work if you're not vaccinated. There's so many reasons to get vaccinated that we've talked about uh, to protect yourself and to protect your loved ones. And it's also a really straightforward way to return to work. Um, so for all federal employees, the path back to work if you're vaccinated is straightforward. If you're not vaccinated or you're not willing to attest to uh, being vaccinated, then you we're doing the right thing to protect the workforce, to protect the individual, their family and their colleagues, which is rigorous testing, social distancing and masking. There are mandates um, at the VA uh, for vaccination for their healthcare workers, their doctors and their nurses and other healthcare providers who take care of our veterans. Uh, that's consistent with a lot of health systems across the country and a growing number of health systems that are requiring vaccination for their healthcare workers who are on the front lines. Uh, as I said earlier, the Department of Defense um, is looking into how and when they'll add COVID to the list of mandatory vaccinations yep. um, for uh, active duty military. Also, it's it's a way to purge the doubters, right? This is a this is a, another layer. You you the people who do not trust the system do, and they still might be part of it. I know that's kind of contradictory, but that's just what it is, right? You're going to have within police, within military, even within hospitals to a certain degree, right? People that just they won't just unquestionably do this thing, whatever they whatever they tell us it is that we should do, right? We, it's it's emergency use authorization. It hasn't been FDA approved this this experimental technology yet, right? The vaccine. If you can get people then who who at the base at the very base minimum would say, well, you know, the risk is just not that great. The survival rate is kind of like flu, really. Um, I, I don't want to just I don't want this at, at the very base minimum. I want to wait for it to get FDA approval. We need some long term studies and stuff like that. They're doing these tests now as you're rolling this out to millions of people there. This is the study there. It's a live experiment on everybody that's taking this vaccine right now. So the, at the very base minimum, it was like, well, I would kind of wait until it's FDA approved. Doesn't matter. Just release the propaganda, coerce, carrot and stick, carrot and stick. Make it as difficult for these people as possible. Force them to do it. Force them to obey. Bow down. Do what we tell you to do. Who's going to not want to take that? Probably the most rebellious questioning people, right? So it's a way to purge them out of government, out of military. I would assume police eventually too, right? Any positions here. And isn't this what they talked about after the Trump win and stuff like that too, right? Uh, so, so the Trump loss, right, when the election was stolen. It was like these 70, talking about America specifically, these 74 million people have voted for Trump. They're, they're, they're terrorists. They're a problem. We need to purge them out of every field. They can never be in government or whatever. Well, guess what? This will be one way out which they will do that, right? So, again, make it as difficult as possible uh, for these people to, uh, to continue working in this capacity. In Canada, let me go over there. They are sending letters to people. Uh, that says you haven't been vaccinated. We have a reserved uh, a shot for you. Look at this. Hey, Library, Odyssey, Float, BitChute, Three Speak. This obviously won't be on YouTube. Uh, it's July 14th. Trotter here. And the mailman left my gate open today. I never have done that before. Looked out this morning. I thought, That's funny. So I went out and I checked the mailbox and there was these two 
big envelopes sticking out of the mailbox. Before I turn them over, <laughs> so let me say I was instantly, I, I felt violated when I saw these with my name and my wife's name, you know, full names, uh, on the envelopes and what it says on the outside of the envelope that you can, you know, clearly see uh, without even without even uh, peeking into the envelope or anything. You can see that uh, <laughs> my wife and I have a COVID vaccine that has been reserved <laughs> with our name on it, I guess, um, at uh, the local vaccination center. So we have not, we have not taken our vaccine and uh, you know the lengths that they're going to is disturbing the bribes the threats the coercion the lies the propaganda it's it's from every possible angle and you know it's desperation and now they're outing people who've not been vaccinated right this is potentially someone's health information on the outside of an envelope. They're not sending this to people who are fully vaccinated. This is just people in a database, right? <laughs> I'm in a database now of people that have not been vaccinated. And this is just the beginning. I thought he looked at the letter too. Let me see here. Yeah, COVID-19 has been reserved for you. Um, Okay, so twelve. Yeah, so they approved it for twelve and plus. Here's the letter. Approved it for twelve and uh, twelve and up age range. Soon enough, it'll be, you know, toddlers zero to zero to twelve, or seven to twelve, and then zero to seven or something, right? Uh, everybody's just going to be forced on this, right? Um, all right. Anyway, so that's the letter. You can pause there if you want to read uh, what they say here. But yeah, that's been set aside for you. Saw some people in chat too. They're talking about the the, the the Canadian propaganda is out of this world, right? All over, all over. So we have it has developed into a cult, and let's face it, it's primarily women that are being led here by their by their noses um, who are falling for this. Here's one example: how they're decorating themselves with uh, vaccine cards and uh, bottles and all kinds of crazy shit. Let's begin with this. This is your sign to make sure you didn't get COVID vaccine earrings. This is what I used and I just printed on the paper. They got those mom. Be more diligent cutting than I was because this looks a little messed up. Look how cute. Look how cute. Hey guys, I'm vaxxed. Toodaloo. It's a it's a cult, right? It's a, it's a vax cult. Check out this one here, Orwell and Good, uh, or Goad, I think it is, right? Shared this one, uh, a lady that has a, 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 the uh, presumably the, the Moderna or the Pfizer little vaccine bottle as as earrings. <laughs> this is what these people are into. They're they're all making all these songs, right? We've 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 over the uh, the, the the course of the last three four months now. We've played all these songs uh, that people are writing and stuff. And we know that they get paid, right, and all that kind of stuff, too, right? Smash with, smash with, but it's a, it's a cult. They're all doing this. Uh, many of them. They're, and they're proud. They have to signal this. And this is insane. They're insane, these people. It's a, it's a, it's a vaccine cult, right? <laughs> it's just it's incredible. All right. Um, let me play this video here. It's uh, very important. Dr. McCullough. 
is one of the 12 people that were mentioned as the disinformation dozen. Uh, of the 12, I've actually spoken to three of these people on the shows over the years. Uh, Dr. McCola, Erin uh, Elizabeth, or she also goes by healthnotnews.com, her website, uh, and Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, they were high up on this list, also with uh, um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He, he, I have not spoken to him. But these people are call, they're called out by the President of the United States. Uh, they're targeted by this, uh, what was it, the campaign to uh, uh, counter digital hate, this, this UK-US group, this lobby group. Uh, they're pushing them. And so Mercola here had a video yesterday where he is announcing that he's deleting all the content on his website. So let's begin to take a look at this and, we'll, and then we'll talk about why that is and why why it might help and stuff because that is not explained in the video, which which I, I wish that he would do. But listen to what he says and then we'll talk about it. Hi, this is Dr. Mercola and today I have the most important... And, and again, I mean, he's done incredible work, this guy, natural health. He's still, he's like, you know, he's a surgeon, he's a, he's a real doctor, you know, all, all this stuff, right? They're crushing this man. They're, they're destroying his... His business, they're destroying his his reputation, all these things, right? Everyone who was on this uh, list of, of 12, uh, the list of tw the dozen, right? This info dozen, they're getting death threats, like all kinds of crazy shit you wouldn't imagine. Listen to what he says. In the quarter of a century history of this newsletter, my goal and passion has always been about supporting you and helping you take control of your health. And I'm beyond thrilled that there are hundreds of millions of people who have benefited from what I've shared over the years. In fact, I am filled with joy and a deep sense of gratitude nearly every time I travel and lecture, as invariably so many people come up to me and tell me how I've changed their lives by providing vital information they just couldn't find anywhere else. And even better, it was completely free. These were the times when many of the views I presented were criticized and controversial, but that's to be expected. That was one of the great freedoms we enjoyed. We could have different views and we could speak openly about these views without any fear of retribution. But we are now in a different time, it's a much darker time. In fact, the silence of free speech is now deafening. Not only is blatant censorship tolerated, it is being actively encouraged by the very people who were to be entrusted with protecting our freedom of speech. We are not living from the lessons we've learned before. Never in my life would I believe the media would call out 12 Americans in a McCarthyism-like attack in the United States. And as you're aware, I was placed at the very top of this list. The last week has brought a tremendous amount of reflections to me and a lot of unacceptable threats to a company full of amazing people that have helped me support you in this journey. By now, I'm sure you know that there was a recent New York Times article attacking me and it was one of the most widely distributed Frankel. stories in the world. The article was loaded with so many false statements made about me and my organization. So the course of action I am now forced to take is to remove my entire archive of articles. I know, 25 years worth of blood, sweat, and tears coming down. I can hardly believe I'm saying these words. 
it's a testament to just how radical things have degenerated in the recent past. However, I will continue to publish new articles, but going forward, each article I publish will only be available for 48 hours and will then be removed from the website. We are at a crossroads where change is unavoidable. We all must make choices that determine our future. And to many, this looks like war, but what we need is to find peace. And I'm going to find yeah, peace. It's not going to happen, Mercola. It's not going to happen. be clear, all my content will be removed. This includes articles on the Great Reset, general nutrition, the coronavirus, and all my interviews with experts. These will be all removed to appease the individuals in power who have an arsenal of overwhelming tools at their disposal and are actively engaged in using them. We'll talk about that in a moment, but let's hear them out first. COVID-19 has activated emergency authorization powers that have weakened our constitutional rights. Sadly, cyber warfare and authoritarian forces are beyond our abilities to withstand, and this is now the only way forward. Over 15,000 articles full of vital information that has helped hundreds of millions of people across the world take control of their health will be removed. There was a time when people could debate and respect each other freely. That time is now gone. I believe laws are best applied like medicine locally and specifically. Local food, local democracy, and our local community strength is the best way to achieve peace moving forward. He's right about that, though. This yeah. authoritarian technocracy. I also believe we are the strongest when we can care and maintain respect for each other. This is how we can make our most important decisions in life. Again, I'm still going to be writing my daily articles that I started 25 years ago, but they will only be available for 48 hours before they are removed. In this way, I hope to continue my mission to serve you and help you take control of your health. So I want to thank each and every one of you that have supported me over the years. And I hope you can understand why I have decided to make this dramatic decision. I hope the remaining ephemeral articles will be useful for those who wish to read them. We will continue through these challenging times together. And remember this, your body was designed to stay healthy. You hold in your hands the power to take control of your health and never, never let anyone take your right to health away from you. That's what's happening right now, though. All right, that's an Einstein quote at the end there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so, okay. So <clears throat> is this the right method? No. Are they going to be appeased by this? No. Is it gonna make him get them off his back? No. Now, what I think is happening here is he's he's being sued, right? He's there's there's the the U.S. government have contacted him. I I assume, right? He and he can't even talk about that. if he talks about that, he'll probably be arrested or something. As he said, there's emergency, uh, uh, you know, powers that have been granted to the government under this scandemic, this case demic, and so they have sent him some kind of cease and desist letter, and said. We have monitored your website. We have, you know, countless complaints. Uh, if you don't stop, we'll we'll uh, we'll put you in jail, basically, right? 
So he's taking everything down to, uh, I, this is my interpretation. I don't know if this is true or not, but he said they have endless tools at their disposal. And I, and I believe that's true. But they've basically said, you'll be sued out of existence or we'll just come and, and snatch you and put you in jail because you're endangering other people's lives. That's what you're doing by, by writing dangerous articles on your own website where people can choose to go to, right? So he's, I think he's doing this because they've threatened him and said, you have misinformation on your website, you will be sued. So he's taking it down. And, and maybe this 48-hour period thing is something that like he can put it up, have it out there, but then he takes it down before any legal action can be taken against them or so something. I don't, I'm not sure how this is going to solve anything or how this will protect him, but in the long run, it will not protect him. That's what I believe. I believe they will be coming for him anyway. He highlighted this article too, of course, uh, from the New York Times. Uh, the most influential spreader of coronavirus misinformation online. So these 12, and specifically Mercola, have received death threats. I think he's, he's receiving threats from the U.S. government or from somebody in the government. Like, I don't know, what the, would it be CDC, FDA maybe? Maybe it's Department of Justice. I don't even know, right? But the point is, he can't discuss it. If he discusses it publicly, they'll come for him. They'll take him. They'll snatch him. So what I believe is happening here is he's, he's trying to continue staying in the fight. But by, by not by, you know, thinking, first of all, maybe, OK, I'll do this one thing. And, and again, that won't be enough. But instead of just going straight to jail, he can continue to put things out and continue to at least temporarily have stuff up there and then take it down again. I presume we'll keep monitoring this, but it's very interesting, right? This is a, a completely new step, right? And this is the kind of stuff that, you know, I talked about over three years ago now when we saw the, this r rampant um this this anti it's really conspiracy that's why that's how, how it's framed right it's all misinformation slash conspiracy theories um and the government was starting to pick this up a few years ago there was a the phoenix field office some fbi report that had targeted that conspiracy theories are dangerous and stuff like that and we have to you know shut it all down and again the COVID has worked as this beautiful you know you know, reach all the problem areas that you wanted to reach. Um, they can go after, you know, information they don't like. It's, you know, blended in with other types of information, like nationalism is bad. This is, you know, uh, people who believe there's a great reset are now on par with being, um, thinking that there is a great replacement, for example, right? Um so part of me feels don't do it, don't fold, stand your ground. But then I think it's so severe when uh, Shira Frankel wrote this piece here for the New York Times that it was basically like this is the only option he has left to, to, to remain outside of prison. That, that's basically what I think here. So it's not good. Could it be hyperbolic? Could it be that he's overplaying it? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's part of it. But frankly, I, I don't think so. Or he's seeing the writing on the wall. He understands where this is going, right? So this is how insane this is now getting, where it's just natural health. It's just people are talking about holistic uh, methods to, to, to aid and help your body. That's the boogeyman now. So, and again, he's the, the Great Reset, the, the, the truth about coronavirus and all that stuff is weaved into this, obviously, right? But all these people that have just a slightly different view from the mainstream are being purged in different capacities. And these people are, are are on the front lines, heading out first, right? I, I think it's unbelievable. 
Uh, but, you know, I talked about it a few years ago. I, I, I said it was coming. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Entropy, let me do a couple of these here. We have two more there, and then we'll continue. We have more important stuff to cover for you guys here. Uh, what do you guys make of Greg Johnson being vaxxed and happy at that? I think it's a big mistake, and I think you shouldn't fold. That's what I think about it. Uh, and hopefully he remains healthy. Uh, but I think it, uh, it might be a big mistake. We'll see. We, we, I mean, it might not, and they might be fine, but it's you're playing Russian roulette, right? That's what it is. Playing Russian roulette. And the question is, is this the risk of having a bullet pop through your skull? Is that worth the danger of this virus? And I think no. I don't think it is. Others might think it is, and they they make that choice. Um, a White says, compliments of the woke company I work for. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Kind, uh, kind, uh, kind of you to send a super chat our way. Um, okay. Let's keep going here. I want to check out this real quick here. It's interesting. This is um, so. This is the this is the strategic. I have to go full screen here for you guys. The strategic intelligence map, or whatever you want to call it, on the World Economic Forum website, and they have these basically like this neural network of things that they have listed. With with COVID in kind of at, as, at the at the center of this whole thing, how how basically how COVID is the major node point of all these other things that the World Economic Forum wants to implement. And and keep in mind too, by the way, World Economic Forum uh, has been very active when it comes to what they call regular migration, right? Sustainable Development Goals, uh, regular and. Uh, uh, what's the other term? It's a re regular and something as migration, they call it, where basically they see as a solution uh, to poverty in the second and third world is to import those people to Western countries, right? That's part of the part of all the goals that they have outlined here, right? But so uh, the web, the uh, link for this is intelligence.weforum.org. I think you can, can, I forget how you found it from the front page again. But I urge you to spend a little bit of time here and exploring the different fields and like how it's interrelated and stuff. And again, Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, uh, wrote the book on, you know, the Great Reset and how the COVID-19, the Great Reset, right? Um, there's all these technological things that they have in here. Working as a roadmap. Let's see if I can find. Actually, there is a video. We can do that instead then, because I haven't clicked around in all of them yet. Uh, there's many different, you know, areas here. Yeah, here's migration. Let's just click in on that. Like, how is COVID nineteen tied up into migration? Right, International Organization for for Immigration or for Migration. Um, integrating migrants, migrant rights. Right, it's all. And then you, as you click into each category. It opens you up to a new kind of a you know mind map or whatever you call it with different you know sub subheadings in it. Uh, I wanted to find the they they have one on like Internet of Things and technology and kind of like transhumanism and stuff like that. But let's do this because I haven't explored it uh, in great detail yet. There was a clip I saw and it's actually an Israeli guy uh, that's interviewing somebody talking about this. So let me show you that instead because they show some of these categories that they click through. Uh, in here, uh, but uh, so enjoy the uh, the Hebrew Hebrew accent here, 
but they continue to talk about this map. Listen to this. Right. That's my screen. So I'm here in the World Economic Forum website, all right? All right. I go to platforms and I go to COVID action platform. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I press the COVID uh, action platform and I go to this page here. There's like a little video, but never mind. I That's right. COVID action platform. That was the, the entry into this intelligence. I go down. And here, let's get the latest insights on the coronavirus and its effect on global health, blah, blah, blah. Have you seen this before? No. All right. No. I press this. It looks, at first glance, it looks a lot like Event 201, but yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, it's all connected. All right. I press this one. And now what opens, this is, listen, Harry, I'm so glad you don't know it because I have some new things to <laughs> show you. This is the blueprint for world domination. Okay. Now, as you see, it's all under COVID-19, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now if I press this, for example, government response to COVID-19, you see all these subcategories are lit up. Yeah. And, and we're supposed to believe they just made this up. So yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is, this is in the making for decades. Of yeah? course. Now, stay with me. So every, each time I press here, there's like more info. Right. I can scroll down and there's all the subcategories here. There's videos, data, some audio files. Anyway. For example, I go to government response to COVID-19, all right? And I go here to global governance, <laughs> all right? I press this one. Now just see that it all looks like an eye. You see? It's an eye yeah. with all the blood vessels here inside, all right? No coincidence, as we know. So, yeah. you see this anti-globalism, <laughs> world governance, yes? And this is anti-globalism they already prepared for us. Now see, under this section, there's 5G here. You see 5G? Okay. I press 5G just to remind you, it's all under COVID-19. So COVID-19 is the, the head subject. This is the title and everything is underneath. So COVID-19 is like the, the name for taking over everything else. Now, if I go to uh, 5G, uh, let's see where it is. One thing, if I may interrupt, one thing I'm noticing that's not on the chart is uh, 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 hand over your children to for our sex rings that uh, but that and that should be on the chart because that's i think one of the main to me it's true it's one of the main but to be honest hand I, over your kids i want to we can I, you bet it's here somewhere all right <laughs> so here you oh, yeah, it'll be under under retraining or you know. <laughs> yes listen listen there's like you you there's there's hundreds of layers of information here it's unfucking believable it just whoa you see here this digital identity digital communications, etc., oh. etc. Et now, what I want to go here, here is cybersecurity. There's so much here that I, I get confused it's, sometimes. It's unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the point, and, 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 and I, I have to thank you for showing me this, actually, Shai, because this is a little bit too over the top for exactly. any thinking person to think that they just made this now. Exactly. And the, and the fact that COVID was at the center of it means that that's the instigating thing. Exactly. Event. Thank you. So here there's infrastructure. I press on the infrastructure. All right. And then another layer open. Now, infrastructure, technology, innovation. I want to take you just to show you where is it? Drones, unbelievable! Artificial intelligence and robotics. All right, oh, I press yeah. this one. I press this one. Another layer open. 
Machine learning and predictive systems. Now have a look. Education, where is it? Where is it? Quantum. Human. Here, 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 here. Human enhancement. Oh, that's lovely. Human enhancement. Enhanced genes. Enhanced bodies. Enhanced minds. You see what I'm getting at? You see, it's all been planned since decades. Man, yeah. anyway, yeah, I stopped yeah, yeah. sharing. You get the idea. I think. You, okay, you... <clears throat> so. All right, anyway, that cuts off there. <clears throat> I was clicking in and uh, while well, we watched that video too. But yeah, yeah, so they have these subcategories like in here, right? Cybersecurity. Let me go full screen. This is my screen now, not theirs. Cybersecurity. You know, and I was clicking into a couple of different layers. I'm going back in the layers now, which is connected to. Uh, oh, is this not going to work now? Yeah, 5G, as they said, but it's like Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, digital identity, robotics. Like there's all these things. Or right? future of computing. Uh, you know, so explore it a bit and check it out and, and, and see what you can find here. Now you have to be, I think, logged in or sign up to get access, which I don't know if you can. They made it available to like everybody for edu So you can get educated, right, on these kinds of things, right? But hopefully you can actually get specific data points about each and one of the, them to see what their plans are, what their goals are, if there's a strategic, uh, um, you know, measure to implement these, or or how they're going to introduce it, or how they're going to, you know, manifest and stuff. Um, but again, all of it is under the umbrella of of COVID nineteen. That that is the that is the entry. That's at the center of the eye, so to speak. The, the eye of the storm is r right there. <laughs> you know, so anyway, we'll we'll continue. We'll look at this and click around a little bit more and see if we can pull something out more specifically. Uh, but yeah, they have everything. Future of energy, right? We have the, the absolute zero goals to shut down the supply chain, the blockchain technology, the vaccine passports, how AI is going to be tied into, the, into that. Fourth industrial revolution, Internet of Things, biometric, you know, all, everything, right? And these are the guys, World Economic Forum. They're the ones doing this. They're, they're the ones at the very center of this, right? Uh, okay. So I thought that was interesting. Let's move along. Let me do a couple more. Oh, I missed one actually on Odyssey here. Let me see. What do we have here? Sorry, let me pause that. Um, Imperial Teddy says, doing a banner drop in Arizona on UK's Indigenous People Day. Great. I'll send it in. Yeah, yeah I want to see it. Definitely. If you have some footage or something, I'd love to see it. Also planning on getting a Red Ice membership. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, time to take things seriously. Thank you for all you do. Sincerely. Thank you, Imperial Teddy. Appreciate that. Thank you for the library tokens. Very kind of you. And thank you to everyone uh, over on Trovo as well that's uh, sending some spells our way. We do appreciate that. Sorry for not keeping a better eye on that. Okay. Um, but I do try to sh shout it out when I see it, right? Here's, uh, yeah, Iron Will shared a link there too, by the way, uh, to the intelligence uh, for uh, intelligence.weforum.org. First, I thought you just could go straight to that URL, but you have to click in through it to get there. Uh, but I'm, we're going to show much more of that in the future. We're going to try to... Uh, maybe if we can set up an account, how that how that works to get access to more of the granular kind of information about uh, what that is, right? So, so all of this, of course, too, then ties into the social credit uh, system, right? And it has to do with changing behavior, basically. So it's like the credit uh, the credit score uh, th that America has, right? Uh, but but on the social front, right? Emulated from what China has implemented. Basically, are you a good little obedient slave, right? Uh, do you obey 
do you do what you're told? Do you do you do you bow down? And if you and if you don't, if you don't, you're gonna get hits on your social credit score. When you get hits on your social credit score, it goes down and down and down. And eventually, you won't be able to do things. You won't be able to rent an apartment. You won't be able to go in. Uh, you know, the doors um, in the supermarket won't open for you. Right? There's all these things tied into this. Right? So this is what the Hill's saying. The, the Hill is like a, a, a crazy, like a lunatic, you know, left wing source for the most part. Uh, I'm read a little bit here. Coming soon, America's own social credit system. And, and keep in mind, they might do, you know, right-wing terrorism and stuff now, but it will be COVID, it will be vaccines, when you lose your job, when there is no money, when inflation is crazy, when this food uh, shortage is happening. What's going to happen? If you're not independent, you're dependent. Then you have to crawl to them, you have to get UBI, you have to basically use them to live, and they're going to put all these pressures on you, behavioral pressures. And, medicin um, and, and technological pressures, medicinal pressures, or, or vaccine, for example, right? You have to take the vaccine. If you want to take part of our society, as de Blasio said, you have to obey. Let me begin here. The new domestic war on terror kif kicked off by the riot on January 6th. Sure it did. And that's prompted several web giants to unveil predecessors to what effectively could become a soft social credit system. I mean, it's already here. Many people are suffering from this already. Uh, they're banned. They're censored. They can't do. Take us, for example. We've been debanked. We can't take credit cards on our website. That's financial exclusion, right? They're, they're squeezing us out of modern society because we say bad things on the Internet. Pfizer can pay over $4 billion in penalties because they are they are a disgusting company, which uh, which is unscrupulous. What it was called again? Um, <laughs> corrupt, basically, right? They're corrupt. They're they're violation time and time again. They're killing people. They're they're doing health violations. They're doing corruption violations. But they just pay four billion dollars. They just pay four billion dollars in penalties. But then they can do business just as usual, right? But if you say the wrong things on life, you have the wrong opinions, you get excluded from things that every other person have access to, right? So it's already here. It's not coming. It's already here, but it's going to be expanded to everybody eventually. Everybody. Relying on an indirect hand from a DC, Washington, DC, our social betters in corporate America will attempt to force the most powerful, profound rather, changes our society has seen during the internet era. China's social credit credit system is a combination of government and business surveillance to give citizens a score that can restrict the ability of individuals to take action. We played a clip in the last Flashback Friday about this, such as purchasing a, purchasing a plane ticket, acquiring property, or taking loans because of behaviors. Given the position of several major American companies, a similar system may be coming here sooner than you think. It's already here again. Last week, PayPal announced a partnership with the left-wing Southern Poverty Law Center. I thought, about the, I thought it was the ADL, but maybe they're working with both. I would assume it's both, right? But anyway, the SPLC, to investigate the role of, quote, white supremacists and propagators of, quote, anti-government rhetoric. Subjective labels that potentially could impact a large number of groups or people using their service. PayPal already bans people, so of course this is not news to anybody. PayPal says the, collection, uh, the collected information will be shared with other financial firms and politicians is this, is this even legal? Does anybody even care? 
Facebook is taking similar measures, recently introducing messages that asks users to snitch on their potentially extremist friends. While considering the platform's bias seems mainly to target the political right. Of course it does. At the same time, Facebook and Microsoft are working with several other web giants and the United Nations on a database to block potential extremist content. The actions of these major companies may seem logical in an internet riddled with scams and crime. After all, nobody will defend far-right militias or white supremacist groups using these platforms for, for their odious goals. Why not? Why not? If it's if it's legal speech, it's free speech. There's no difference. What's the difference between hate speech and free speech? There is no difference. Legal, the Supreme Court has ruled this. There is no difference. The protection is there to defend the very speech that people might end up hating. Right? That's the very that's the very function of it. It's not there to protect the speech that everybody loves. Right? That's no that's not the point. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It's irrelevant. The protection of the First Amendment is there to protect speech that people will hate and want to try to silence. Obviously, right? All right, we're, we're out of the woods on that one already. That's that's far gone. However, the Hill continues, the same issue with government censorship exists with corporate censorship. If there is a line, who draws it? That the global homos does. Will the distinction between mundane po politics and extremism be a I'll know it when I see it scenario, as former Supreme Court Justice Pot Potter Stewart described ob obscenity. If so, will there be individuals able to unilaterally remove people's effective ability to use the Internet? Yes. Could a Facebook employee equate Ben Shapiro with, <laughs> with David Duke and remove his account? This is what you get from the Hill, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, of course, we all want David Duke banned, and that's understandable, but oy vey if they ever remove Ben Shapiro. No, Ben Shapiro as... Susan Wojcicki said, Ben Shapiro will meet the guidelines because he's one of them and he's protected. So don't you worry, The Hill. He will never be banned. He will never be censored. I don't even think a Tim Pool will be censored. They don't like him, but he's enough of a fence sitter. And can he break ranks, right? Because he breaks ranks and, and, and goes off into, and does some crazy shit. The implication of these crackdown efforts will be significantly more broad than just prohibiting Donald Trump from tweeting at 3 a.m. Young people can effectively function in society if blocked from using Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, Uber, Amazon, PayPal, Venmo, and other financial transaction systems. Well, welcome to my world. Some banking platform platforms already have announced a ban on certain legal purchases, such as firearms. The growth of such restrictions will only accelerate with support from usually left-wing politicians could create a system in which individuals who do not hold certain political views could be blocked from polite society and left unable to make a living. That's what's happening right now. The potential scope of the soft social credit score under cons uh, construction is enormous. The same companies can track your activities and give you corporate rewards for comp compliant behavior, could utilize their powers to block transactions, add surcharges, or restrict your use of products. At what point does free speech, be it against biological males, playing in girls' sports, questioning vaccine side effects, or advocating for gun rights, make someone a target in this new system. Absolutely anything that they don't like or hate will be targeted. When does your debit card get cancelled over old tweets? Soon. Your home loan denied for homeschooling your kids. Or your eBay account invalid because your friend flagged you for posting a Gadsden flag. Federal, uh, federal fingerprints are aren't directly on recent actions, yet the creation of a digital dollar would put an exclamation point on a new social credit score. 
working in conjunction with major tech companies, citizens not convicted of a crime could lose their ability to transact any businesses. Any business. In time, decentralized forms of money, such as cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, may be the main means for dissidents to operate as long as the federal government doesn't move to squash them. If the Fed, excuse me, if the Fed and members of Congress are skeptical of crypto now, its use by political undesirables could lead to further uh, future, futive, futurative, furtive effort. <laughs> so I just don't give what's a future, furtive, right? Effort to, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. Uh, furtive efforts to severely restrict or ban these currencies. Okay, we'll read the rest here. Until and unless there is an organized pushback, our future could track with those increasingly illiberal societies. Just last week, the British government announced its very own version of a health social credit system. I have that article next, in fact. I didn't even know they were mentioning it here. China's system was announced on, uh, only seven years ago, considering the growth of algorithms and dependence on tech giants. The ability to track and censor, eventually punish ordinary citizens, will be mind-bogglingly mind-boggling by 2030 just in time for agenda 2030 by the way isn't that uh, isn't that amazing how that works out america's descent into a 21st century gilded uh, century gilded age directed by tech titans isn't an inevitability however you don't know uh, however do you know Anyone who would take a 5% Amazon coupon in exchange for a call to action. Or someone who would replace their Facebook profile picture to avoid being locked out. Peer pressure, tr uh, trendy movements, and the ability to comply with the new system with the click of a mouse combine all of the worst elements of dopamine-chasing Americans as it grows into breadth and power. Or breadth and power. What may be most surprising about our new social credit system won't be collective fear of it but rather how quickly most people will fall in line yep and that's already happening and that's not news to uh to anybody basically right we'll get to the uk story in a moment here but um let's do this one first here too a safe space for racists anti-semitism report criticizes social media giants that's right they're not doing enough. They have to ban speech that we hate, right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok failing to act on most reported anti-Jewish posts, says study. That's right. So all of a sudden, a, an entire ethnic or religious group is completely outside of criticism. Imagine that being the case for whites. What, what would you think would happen then, right? Is the proof we live in a white supremacist society? So if you want to criticize Israel because they're Jewish, you're, you're not allowed to do that, I would assume. If you don't agree with a certain set of behaviors or, let's say, a Jewish interest lobby group, such as APAC or uh, the uh, major presidents of American Jewish organizations or, uh, let's say, uh, the Israeli military, whatever it is, right? Israeli military or something, right? You, they, they want that gone. They want that speech gone. And if they don't, if, if it's not banned, it will be collected on you and then you will be purged, right? You won't get any social credit score uh, points uh, this week. Uh, in fact, we'll take a few from you if you if you uh, criticize some people. Anyway, it's just more bullshit. Center for Countering Digital Hate, which I think was the, which I believe was the same organization that's that's behind this report, which were targeting the natural health people advocates that were coming down on uh, the uh, way that our governments and authorities and white coats have acted uh, to the coronavirus. 
and offering other solutions and other remedies and things like this, right? I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it's the same group. Very similar name anyway. They're, it's all blends together after a while. They push the same thing, right? So they're basically, they're pushing to remove legal speech. That's what this is about. Remove legal speech because we don't like it. We don't care if it's legal speech. We don't care if it's the First Amendment, if it falls under the First Amendment. Remove it because we say so. That's what this is about, right? Biden gives Five Eyes what he'd wa always wanted, access to everyone's social media. Remember Five Eyes? Canada, the UK, America, New Zealand, and Australia. That's f the Five Eyes intelligence you know, group behind that, right? For years, Americans have largely ignored corp corporate social media surveillance, but uh, that all of um, but that all of that is about to change. I said, but all of that is about to change. I would assume it says, thanks to President Biden. Thank God Trump is not in the White House, huh? This is totally not escalated under his watch. It did under Trump too, of course, to be honest. Uh, but now it's just balls to the walls, insane, hundred miles per hour, right into the the, the the wall here, basically. No one has taken the White House plan to turn Big Brother into a quasi-five-eye censorship program seriously, despite repeated warnings from journalists and news websites. Caitlin Johnston warned that the White House is pushing for Facebook and Microsoft to censor any social media stories the feds don't like. The Global Internet Forum to Counter Terrorism, G-I-F-C-T. And so everything they don't like is terrorism. Uh, if you share a meme they don't like, that's terrorism. If you say something about any group they don't like, that's terrorism. Says here, after Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted on Thursday that the administration has given Facebook a list of accounts to ban for spreading misinformation about the COVID vaccine, she has now doubled down, saying that people who circulate such materials online should be banned from not just one, but all social media platforms. We uh, played that clip, by the way. The feds want big tech to ban stories and people they don't approve of from social media. You shouldn't be banned from just one platform. Should be taken down from all of them because you're providing misinformation out there. Reuters re revealed some of America's biggest tech companies will let Five Eyes and the UN decide whose stories the Global Internet Forum to Counter Terrorism should censor. Until now, the GIFCT database has focused on videos and images from terrorist groups on a United Nations list and has also largely consisted of content from Islamist extremist organizations such as Islamic State, Al-Qaeda and the Taliban. Big Tech's uh, GIFCT is essentially a Five Eyes censorship program masquerading as a Big Tech social media forum to stop terrorism and extremism. Over the next few months, the group will add attacker manifestos, often shared by sympathizers after white supremacist violence. Yeah, because that's the only violence we see. And there's just a... Every other day, there's a white supremacist uh, uh, mass shooting happening, right? And other publications... Links flagged by the UN initiative Tech Against Terrorism, it will use lists from intelligence sharing group Five Eyes, adding URLs and PDFs from more groups, including the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters, and Neo-Nazis. And of course, you can classify anybody under that rule, depending on uh, what you've said, or if you have ever had a meme on your website or something, or on your social media profile. All right. This is gay. You know that they, this is this is this is what they're working on. This is what's coming, right? So that Adam Green was talking about here too that Biden has a new anti-Semitism czar, uh, Deborah Lipstadt, and she worked slash works for Israeli intelligence. Let's play uh, Adam's clip here. But folks, I want to tell you something about Deborah Lipstadt that you're going to say. So what's new? 
I'm here to tell you that Deborah Lipstadt is a former asset, at least a former asset, and may well still be an asset for Israeli intelligence. And again, you might say, so what's new? Well, the thing is, Deborah Lipstadt has never admitted that she was an asset of the Israeli intelligence. But I want to tell you what, folks, if you look in her book, History on Trial, published in 2005, look on pages 10 to 14, Miss Lipstadt makes it very, very clear that while she was a graduate student at Brandeis University, she was working for the Mossad, or at least some element of Israeli intelligence. Now, again, as I say, you know, you may say, well, what do you expect? You know, she's, she writes these books, they do the work of the Mossad. But what's interesting, folks, is that Lipstadt basically, she talks about how when she was a student at Brandeis University, she was called to come to New York in a slightly James Bond fashion, she calls it. In other words, James Bond was a spy, okay? She talks about someone who was called to come to a, she was asked to come to the offices of a Jewish youth organization. And she meets a young man, she says, who looked more like a bank clerk than a man, quoting unquote, unquote, running a clandestine operation. Well, later, she says, I learned that this gentleman worked with the Office of Communication in the Israeli government and reported directly to the prime minister. Well, Miss Lipstadt, who, you know, has passed herself off over the years as some sort of scholar, makes it very, very clear that she went into the Soviet Union on behalf of the Israeli government in some sort of clandestine operation while she was a grad student at Brandeis University. So what I'm here to tell you is that Deborah Lipstadt was the agent of a foreign government. Now, if I were an agent of a foreign government, I'd be under all sorts of investigation by God knows how many U.S. government agencies. But here... All right, it's cut off there. Interesting, it's from the uh, Piper Report back in 2007. That uh, She's, of course, the lady that went after uh, historian David Irving for offering a different view on history, as she says, history on trial. Uh, I think it was... It was was it her who the movie was made about? I mean, it was about Irving, right? But it was about her. Yeah, it was played by, uh, oh, Jesus. We, I think we spoke with, uh, uh, Michael, um, I almost said Rappaport. No, no, no. It'll come to me in a moment. Uh, we, we, this is a few years ago now. Uh, the Twilight language guy. What's his name again? Uh, Michael Hoffman, Michael Hoffman, the, the, the third, that's, that's right. Spoke with him about that when that movie came out. It was like d uh, defamation. <laughs> I forget what it was called. But anyway, so yeah, so she'll fit right into the Biden organization here, their regime, uh, because, of course, she is Israeli intelligence and an asset. And again, <clears throat> take all these things combined. Uh, it, it's almost like they are very uh, eager here about getting people to uh, to uh, to to forcefully get you to love these uh, th th these people and their type of activism, right? The the uh, the the ADL is just spreading more and more love out there for the uh, anti-defamation league. The SPLC is just garnering more and more support every day as they censor another person, as they smear another person. The Biden regime is getting just getting more and more credibility as they ban another account and argue for big tech to take these people down and attack these people, and they're uh, resulting in death threats and actually uh, people's lives being at risk because they call them out in, in such a way, right?
Uh, but this is the tactic that they're going by. This is this is this is how they're choosing to do this, and they're doing it all to themselves. If they were cool about this, uh, would be a different thing, right? But uh, this is, uh, in their view, this is war, and they're out to destroy their enemies. Uh, but of course, when they do that, uh, they have to expect to get more back backlash, uh, and and also losing credibility. People see what most people are aware. They see what this is about. They see what this is going. They see what these groups are doing. And frankly, they're not doing it them themselves. If they, if they, if the claim is that they're working towards improving some kind of relations, which they say are bad, every single, every single ounce of the effort that they put in and the weight that they put in on this is making things just worse, a million times worse. Back to the vaccine. Regarding this too, actually, let me take uh, entropy here before we do that. Um. Black Phillip, the socialist mayoral, mayoral candidate in my city, supports vaccine passport for, passports for all indoor venues. The cucks in my city love this idea. Shaking my damn head. Yep. Gotta just gotta get out. If you can, just get out of there. If in the U.S., at least go to go to uh, go to red state at the begin there. I don't know. I mean, if you're outnumbered like crazy like that, I don't see it any any other way out. Get out of the big cities. Do it now. Um, I just call you Bayans. It's the the guy with the uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, Greek name. I just call you Bayans. I, I don't know how you pronounce that. Is it true that virtually all of Vax-related big pharma leadership slash ownership falls under a specific ethnic category? No, I don't think that's true. I saw um, <clears throat> I saw one screenshot where they singled out um, the head of AstraZeneca. Um, Yuan Son, I forget his first name. Something Yuan Son it was, I think. Um, let me see what he is. And it was like, clearly he's like, I mean, AstraZeneca, that's a UK Swedish company. Uh, I think it was, I forget if it's the Astra part of the Zeneca that was based in Sweden. Swedish medical company that merged with the with a UK one, and uh, you had a Johansson. Let's see if I can find him real quick here. And I saw people putting like a star of David around him and stuff. It's like it's just it's no, it's just not true. It's just these dumb exaggerations, which is just like just just you don't have to you don't have to. We have enough information about people and, and and like that it's bad enough as it is you don't have to make shit up right yeah Leif you want some businessman Swedish businessman he was president of the CEO of Volvo group from 97 to 2001 then Ericsson and then he's the current chairman of AstraZeneca uh, he's not he's not Jewish he was born in Gothenburg like I uh, was born close there went to Shalomish you know big business guy um so I don't know why they do this, but I would assume that it's to uh, it, it's to you know misinfo or something like that, right? Like oh, oh look all these wrong things. I don't know, but whatever. So no, I don't think that's true. That there's many different ethnic groups or whatever. Uh, that's part of this 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 um, uh, the the makeup of the people that are pulling the strings from Bill Gates to uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, you know, to uh, yeah, to like the Yuan Song guy there. Uh, but sure, there's some there, there's some other groups too, obviously, right? <laughs> obviously, that's not uh, that's not something that you have to avoid talking about or anything like that. Yeah, this is many many of the CEOs of the big pharma companies are Jewish, like the Pfizer head, the 
Uh, Moderna, I think the no, Stefan Bensel, was he Jewish? I don't think he was Jewish, right? The Pfizer guy is maybe Bensel. I know he's born in France. Um, what the current CDC had is, and the former uh, head of the FDA was, I believe, or you know, stuff like that, right? So it's it's kind of all over the place. But anyway, Black Phillip, most normies don't know uh, this, but there is already a soft so social credit system in the USA. When you get and and then it's the by the way what's happening in Israel too they're like on, they're on the forefront of like having this super rigid system of like mandatory vaccines passport lockdowns and stuff I mean it's happening to 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 them there um, when you get hired by major companies Black Philip continues uh, they can scan your social media for red flags and wrong think and deny you yeah that's right absolutely I mean they can they they will they will run your name there and that's what I guess what it was all about to begin with. Uh, Again, how that's legal, I don't know, right? Uh, T-Bear with a uh, rest in peace, uh, Michael Collins Piper. That's right. When did he die again? 2010 or something? I forget. Or maybe it was 2012 or 13 or 14 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was uh, interesting. I remember the good old days when Piper was discussing, uh, doing debates with like, uh, oh, who was the big, was it... Um, who was it that was the big, maybe chat remembers this, Eric, was it Eric something? Like the, is it the Vatican or is it like, you know, Zionists, right? It was like those good old debates back in like 2000, you know, seven, eight or something like that. Wasn't it an Eric? Who was it that was representing the Va the Vatican side? What was his name again? Er er Eric, um, oh shit, it's at the tip of my tongue. He wrote the book on that and stuff too. It was like the kind of the seminal work at that time. Um yeah, Eric R. something, someone says. Yeah, Eric. Ah, dang it. All right, anyway, it'll come to me. I'll search later. It's a few years ago now since I was into that. Um, and he kind of like, you know, the the Eric, the Michael Collins Piper guy kind of went out on that one. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I don't see the Vatican running around and running the show here, you know. Uh, Eric John Phelps, thank you, Lumberjack in Entropy Chat. That's right, Eric John Phelps. What happened to that guy? Is he still around? It was like, it's just the Vatican. It's only the Vatican. And Michael, Michael Collins Piper is like, no, it's just the Zionists. It's the Zionists. <laughs> With good debates, they were interesting. It was like rents were hosting these and stuff like that. Um, all right. Anyway, let's continue. A few more things. I've gone maybe half an hour over, so I'll wrap up here soon. Uh, don't want to be vaccinated. Be prepared to pay more for insurance. This is uh, New York Times here. First, I talk about the problem, which is bullshit. Um, so how about an economic argument? Let's begin there. Get a COVID shot to protect your wallet. Getting hospitalized with COVID in the United States typically generates huge bills. Well, and, and again, they made these hospitals were making money on putting you on ventilators was one of the big incentives early on when, the pandemic, you know, when it all broke out in spring 2020 in the U.S., all the, the stimulus bills and these like, you know, recovery bills and all that stuff like these hospitals made hundreds of millions, they made millions of dollars. They made tens of thousands of dollars on each patient that they put on a vent ventilator. Um, so they go through here, basically it's bad for the, for, the for the economy, I mean. And so basically you have to be an uninsured patient under a charity care policy, about 4000 a $104,000 bill for a 14-day hospitalization in Miami for an uninsured patient person possibly hundreds and instead then of attacking the goddamn corrupt big pharma and, and medical industry and stuff they spend their time 
on going after someone who can't afford to pay insurance because it's skyrocketed and not a control ever since the Obama uh, Obamacare days. Of course, of course, the New York Times fund you know sides with their big big pharma donors and funders right that pays their bill for them. So this is bullshit, right? But yeah, so that's that's part of this. The social credit score, the great purge is basically like do everything we tell you to do. And again, under insurance, it would be like then then you, you your premiums will go up, right? So they will go up. You will be forced to take a vaccine. There's so many different ways that they're trying. Yeah, hospitals are getting uh, cash incentives for each patient in general. That's true for some reasons on, on the in the Trovo chat, right? Um, they were getting a lot of uh, money for each patient, no matter how what capacity and stuff like that, right? And again, who's paying for this at the end of the day? It's the taxpayers. The government don't generate any money. They just take people's money and they hand it off to, to all these other... And they, put, they get us in debt. That's what they do. Here's in the UK. Families could get rewards for healthy living in a new war on obesity. So you have two concurrent things running at the same time where they want us to be more healthy, right? And that's why they're saying eat the bugs, meat is bad for you, uh, you know, but then no bigger discussion about like sugar, for example, or even wheat to a certain extent that causes you to gain weight and be unhealthy and stuff like that. It's like meat's bad, but eat all this pasta basically, right? Or these soy burgers or something. But that's running concurrent now with the body positivity movement, right? You basically you can't say anything about it. Everybody's beautiful no matter how fat they are. And in fact, the fatter you are, the more beautiful you are. And in fact, it's it's even better now. That's It's better. So at the same time, they're trying to, you know, double think again. It's going to cause this schism. So anyway, they're, they're, the Boris Johnson in the UK is launching a government-backed rewards program for families switching to healthier food and exercising under radical plans to tackle Britain's obesity crisis. Now, at first, some people, well, that's good. People, it's out of control. But imagine when the science, when the science begins to change about what is healthy. It already is, in my view, right? But but like radically change. What's going to happen then, right? I, I'm I'm frankly surprised that they haven't pulled something like this sooner. Where, like, if you're a smoker, for example, why should you pay the same, you know, insurance rates than everybody else? Then, like, you can go all the way here with this, right? If you're just eating unhealthy food, why should you pay for this? Why, why do your premiums need to be as high as someone who's who's obviously living an unhealthy lifestyle, right? So, so I think that that will be broken up. But ultimately, I think at the end of that, it's something very nefarious and negative, because as they get people to as they financially force people to behave in a certain way. And we've had these programs running in Sweden for, for decades. Not not this specifically, but like, you know, they raise the taxes on gasoline to get you to stop driving your car. And then they expand the railways to get you to sit in, you know, these uh, crowded rail cars with, with these, you know, you can't be in your own space. You, you Again, you'll own nothing and, you, and you'll be very miserable, uh, basically. But they've run that kind of stuff, you know, hey, raising prices on cigarettes and gasoline and all the things that they consider to be bad. And, and although I understand that they do something like that, damn it, it should still be up to the the, the person person living their lives, right? In in one way, right? If 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 these uh, if the government was had our best interests at heart, if it was truly concerned with us and and had taken a million other measures where they failed us on previously, now. To, to make things better for us, I could understand and agree with a policy like this. And it's like, well, it's, you know, they have a good track record. Obviously, they're on our side here. They want what's best for us, right? And it would still be somewhat questionable, but I could understand it more. Now, though, holy shit, I, I never, no way.
No way should they dictate, right? So they're talking about these points that people uh, uh, families will build up. They will monitor family supermarket spending, rewarding those who reduce their calorie intake and buy more fruits and vegetables. And it's like, okay, that's fine, fruit and vegetables, whatever. But they're, they're going to push this thing. There's like eggs, is bad, raw eggs, eggs in any capacity is bad for you. Butter is bad. They're all doing this, the anti-fat movement. Butter is bad for you. Cream is bad for you. Milk is bad for you. All fruit and vegetables and soy protein and bugs, right? People increasing their exercise by taking part in organized events or walking to school will also accumulate extra points in a new app. Isn't that so, so, so what these people are so afraid of is like some fascism, right? So the, the big boogeyman here is fascism, fascism, everything. And it's like, how does that not, though? And I don't have a problem with this, but it's like, how is that not, though, like, Oh my God, that's like what the Nazis did. They had these exercise programs when the, you know, the people were out to uh, encourage, you know, the, what was the word for it again? Like folkhälsa, I think we call it in Swedish. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's like, uh, I forget the word now. There's a word tied to it, like, a, you know, which again, it's very, very good. And it's, it's, it's positive as long as your government is out looking out for you and actually have your best interests at heart, right? Uh, but now they're going to, like, as they're doing body positivity movement, they're at the same time going to do this stuff. It's just so contradictory. On Friday, Lord Stevenson, the outing of the head of the NHS, warned that the health services would struggle to cope in future if there were not radical moves to tackle obesity in the UK. Under the new plan, loyalty points accumulated would be exchanged for discounts, free tickets, or other incentives. Maybe you can get a, uh, a free Krispy Kreme donut. The scheme is to be launched in January under underlines, and underlines Mr. Johnson's determination to tackle growing levels of obesity. Uh, yeah, exactly. Eggs and bacon will be, that will be a banned and outlawed and meat bad and cow farts and climate change and lockdown. We need climate lockdowns now and you've got to stop eating meat and all that stuff, right? Folkhälsa. Here's more to, to just emphasize the times that we are in now with everything just wor working right or everything is worsening rather and as soon as a set of variables change the very companies that we've paid into for years and are, are just bailing on us right they're just like, oh no that's it we're out force majeure or like whatever they call it right oh that's it conditions have changed haha <laughs> take the money and run right as wildfires worsen, more California farms are deemed too risky to insure. So again, don't want a vaccine? Be prepared to pay more for insurance. Oh, you get some wildfires running your farm? Well, guess what? We're not even going to insure you anymore. Or your premiums will go up threefold to help to protect you. The skyrocketing cost of fire insurance foreshadows a larger confrontation over so-called managed retreat. Managed retreat. Agenda 2030, or if you will, in the long game, Agenda 21. That's what all of this is about. Drive people off of the land. Do not help them. Give up on these industries that the World Economic Forum and our globalist ruling class friends have deemed are too bad for us. Buy up farms. You know, buy up crops. Buy up uh, produce. Burn it. Let it rot in the fields. So anyway, the, the, the gist of this is basically 
people where there's wildfires are getting tripled uh, insurance costs. And so when they can't afford to pay that, no one is insuring them. And they're completely on their own, despite paying into this for years and years and years. And they're giving up, giving up on them, right? Could, couldn't get any worse. Grasshoppers finish off North Dakota crops. Pastures already plagued by drought, farmers say. Let's check the video here. Hopefully there's no ad. The heat and drought leading to another issue. Kyle Wasson of Loring, Montana sharing this video. Just look at all of those grasshoppers. Hundreds, if not thousands of them. The locusts will surge. KFYR talked <laughs> with farmers who say we're, the we're at the end times, ladies and gentlemen. Pasture grass and crops. This is how dry we are. Look at the hoppers. Rain producer Last Trevor year, Steak has been documenting the it. drought. There's nothing there. And now the grasshopper damage. The hoppers have just taken it down to nothing. You can see where my barley field is. I have 300 acres of barley and of hay bed barley. And all you can see is, I mean, it's, it's, they have eaten it to the ground. There is nothing left. In a normal year, Steak would get 1,500 to 3,000 bales on a 1,000-acre field. This year, he got 53. It's going to be a tough year. A lot of tough decisions Woo, are going to be made. He's already cut That's his crazy. sheep herd from 150 to 38. Wow. Everything he grows, he uses to feed his sheep, oh, cattle, shit. and goats. Yep. Across the border near Weibo, Montana, Cindy Miskey's photos and videos tell much the same story. She says hoppers destroyed their barley. Their crop insurance adjuster approved grazing portions of their barley fields, but she's still worried about the damage these insects could cause. One thing on top of another this year. Bowman County Extension agent Max Robeson says grasshoppers are worst in the rain area, but he says they're on the move. Now they're moving east, and most of the guys that have still have some green grass or anything that's tall enough, they're seeing a lot of small grasshoppers right now, but I, I've been seeing more and more of the large ones. Um, East, so yep. I think Eat they're the just going to keep moving that way. And he says the best thing producers can do is keep a watchful eye out for the insects and consider spraying to keep the populations down. Meanwhile, producers like Steak are holding out hope that rain might still come. Expect the rain, baby. Come on, God, spread some rain. Yep. And hope that next year, but a prayer to the gods, will be better. You got to keep your head up and keep moving forward. And we're hearing these stories everywhere right all in these different like farmers are suffering it's too dry there's wildfires now there's locusts and bugs eating everything grasshoppers dakota montana california it's all over right and then in other parts of the world it's too it's flooding like crazy that's what we said well the water is ending up someone are they manipulating the weather i i just i didn't i don't put it past them right are they, are they just they're, they're, they know how to do this now they, they got it down we're uh Four years early, as the U.S. Army said, controlling the uh, the weather by 2025. They did. They're, they're doing it in 2021 already. Blocking rain. They could do things to encourage rain, right? That there's mechanisms we've talked about that, right? We actually can like produce rain, and it's not like you know voodoo stuff. It's just like normal, you know, basic, um, you know, the 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 rocket engine engine test, right? But it's a hydrogen and oxygen, or what is it again? Um goes up in the atmosphere and it uh, starts raining.
But I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's too expensive. I I don't know, right? But it feels that there's I, I don't know. It's it feels like this is by design. And even if it's not, it's like a more a grander plan, which is taking us to this inevitable point, where like the chain is going to break somehow. Food shortage, supply chain issues, weather uh, chaos, or manipulation of the weather leading to that or something, right? In one way, I just pray that it continues and that we have enough to continue to to survive. But if 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 the trucks stop coming, the cities are going to be a zombie apocalypse within just a few days, basically, right? So get some things now. Get prepared. Get them some things that you need. Get them now. Because you never know. And it's much better to be in a position where you have a lot of stuff, but you ended up not needing to use any of that stuff, as opposed, as opposed to just not having any of it and then needing it because the shit hits the fan in some capacity. And it could be anything at this point. Maybe it's true what we talked about last week at the end of the Flashback Friday show. Maybe it's a... Maybe the kill shot is coming. Maybe the big solar flare is going to hit in our next uh, solar maximum here coming up in, what is it, 2023 or something? Uh, and maybe that's it. Maybe the electric grid will be knocked out. Maybe it's a cyber attack. Maybe it's a gay op. We don't know yet. We don't know how or, or when something will happen. But I, I do feel... I do feel something is, is building up on this front here too. And again, to make matters worse, China is buying up American farms. Washington wants to crack down. I hope they want to want to crack down. But who in the hell is allowing China to buy up American farms? They've bought up like, you know, hog production and all these things, right? And now it's another swine flu, you know, epidemic coming and all this shit too, right? In efforts to rid China of its economic influence on the U.S. economy, lawmakers are pursuing measures to crack down on foreign purchases of American agricultural real estate. Just ban them. House lawmakers recently advanced legislation to achieve the goal, warning that China's presence in the American food system presents a national security risk. Yeah, no shit. The debate over farmland real estate comes amid larger efforts by Congress to slow America's economic reliance on China in key industries. Indeed, the push for restrictions on farm ownership has come from a wide range of politicians on both sides of the aisles, including Elizabeth Warren and former Vice President Mike Pence. And again, it's just all talk. Much too late much too late. It's already happened. They're buying it up and they're, they're, they can do whatever they want with it. They can let it fail. They can sell it, right? Here's a, uh, the UK talking about that absolute zero report that we talked about. Climate lockdown, everything needs to be ground to halt for the Great Reset to take place. Uh, Prudential, which I think is a, um, a bank, right? Isn't a bank in talks to buy out and then shut down coal-fired plants in Asia. Scheme on Asian Development Bank could help make big progress on climate goals, says insurer. Okay, oh great. Well, that's fantastic, says the Guardian. But you know what this is? A, what this sets the uh, president for? It's to whatever business want to come in. In the same way that BlackRock is coming in and buying up real estate now, of those who are failed payments. Right? We have the big uh, uh, the big uh, uh, end here, right? To to the um, the eviction uh, ban, right? And so if that continues, normal real estate haven't gotten their rent, they can't pay their bills, they lose the real estate, they have to sell it. Who's going to buy it? Big investment firms like BlackRock, Goldman Sachs, you know, Chase, 
all these other big ones. Prudential, I guess, is another one then. And they can then they can do whatever the hell they want with it. You will own nothing and you will be miserable. That's the goal here, right? Den Mother, August 4th, where are the hurricanes? Uh, the good question. I think uh, there has been a lot of upside downs, Den Mother. Uh, it has been uh, some seasons where there's virtually nothing, and then another season there's massive. I, again, hear, hear me out on this. What? So there's a... How do, how do you put this? There is a... Depending on the solar output, I, I, I get that, right? So that's that's different depending on if we're in solar maximum or solar minimum, right? But the the sun is driving the energy input to our planet, right? Storms, um, you know, rainfall, hurricanes and stuff like that, right? So what if they have learned with HARP-like technologies and stuff like that? I remember we, we put out a um, – or we covered that at the time, I should say – uh, when there was a flight warning over the uh, uh, HARP facility, right? Because uh, it was experimental uh, energy outputs at, at that time, right? What if they've learned to deflect or push back or or, or basically there, there's a set amount of energy in our system, right? The, the Earth is like the dynamo, right? And it's being fed energy from the sun. What if they have just learned to deflect it in the right place at the right time to stop or to encourage? That's what they said with the force multiplier report from the U.S. Army. Uh, regarding controlling the weather, that basically we can, you know, inc encourage or deflect, right? We can use the energy that's there, but then to like, you know, turn it into a different direction, or we can, you know, nullify it, but then there's that energy will be coming out somewhere else. It will be, it'll be you know, you can't destroy energy. It, it can only be converted, right? So that's what I think might be happening here. If there, there's some kind of manipulation, maybe they used the normal buildup that happens during hurricane season a lot of energy in those hurricanes it has to go somewhere maybe that's caused, caused uh, drought on the u.s side and then massive flooding on the uh, european asian and was it india that had massive floods as well i think it was india had floods um, western europe had massive floods there's some other parts too i forget but that could that could potentially be part of it i don't know maybe it's all natural and it's all you know there's no foul play and it just happens to time out, you know, perfectly in line when they're talking about all this massive reformation of like, you know, our, our industries and, you know, our, our systems and is leading to, to to just being perfect for the great reset for these guys that are talking about this, right? Uh, Black Phillip, as an aside, when our guys spurg out on the JQ uh, accusing everyone of being one, it looks really low IQ and only gives libs fuel. Uh the only Jews here are the mods. <laughs> we we all go to the same temple. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Black Philip. Uh, yeah, I mean you can spurg out on any issue, uh, on any topic, really. Too. I think it's a fine balance. You 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 look at it. You know what's true and, and truth, and and you follow what's what what's there, and you talk about that. You 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 expose those things, right? Uh, there's always there can always be too much of of, of anything, right? Uh, but again, a lot of these things are important to uh, important to cover, right? Okay, uh, let me see. What what else should we do? We'll do like maybe we can do one more or something like that. One more story. Um, maybe we can look at this one. Let me see here. What else we had? I have to do some of these on Friday. Tom Cotton was asking the the Biden's judicial nominee what is hate speech. He was just fumbling. That was kind of interesting, but it's a bit longer. We'll play it another time. Uh, Nature's racist. Maybe we should do the. What is this one? Maybe. 
Let's do Joe Rogan. Let's play the Joe Rogan clip. One of the last things we'll do. Remember what you said about all the BLM riots back in uh, back in summer of 2020? Remember that? Someone did a, a little bit of a uh, uh, supercut here of what we actually saw was happening. Listen to this. You see a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You see a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running <laughs> to get free Nikes. And that's it really makes what's the going point. on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. Of course and that's it is. Really, what's going on? And these of course, riots of course are good. it is. Toe You've Joe, seen a lot of these Joe young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched. About a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched... About a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched. About a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, mm. and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. Why do you think Joe Rogan is pushed to the forefront? Why is, why is he approved? Why, why does he get to be there? Yeah, why, why, why was he picked and chosen by the algorithms in the same way as... Ben Shapiro is and, and Tim Pool, right? Because they're frauds and they're liars and they're assets of the system and they push these kinds of lies, disgusting lies, harmful lies, anti-white lies. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting. I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. Yeah, smoke some uh, C CIA DMT. That's right. Just uh, just get in on the ayahuasca trip. Just do some just do some mushrooms, man, and just hang out and just we'll all we'll all just get along uh, with these people rioting and murdering and want to kill us. That's uh, that's 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 what's going to work. That's going to work out fine, Joe. Young white kids, and they're just running to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched. 
about a hundred videos of people looting, I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young white kids, and they're just running in to get free Nikes. And that's really what's going on. I've watched about a hundred videos of people looting, I might have seen four black people. <laughs> it's all these white kids stealing sneakers. And that's really what's going on. And these riots are good. You've seen a lot of these fucking young... All right. <laughs> Continues there. You get the idea, right? Uh, okay. So... Guys, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, do appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, thank you for whether you're joining us live or later on in the archives. Shout out to everyone joining us on BitChute, on uh, Odyssey, on uh, Rumble, on VK, and of course, as always, not only RedEyes.tv, our website, but also on the members' website, RedEyesMembers.com. And if you do want to support us, sign up, get a membership. Get access to everything we've done back to our start in 2006, second hour of many of the interviews that we've done. Uh, we do have some more interviews in the pipeline. Uh, I do want to uh, bring some more folks on. And, of course, you get access to Weekend Warrior, which, which is an exclusive show that we do on Sundays for our members. We also have exclusive videos, and everything is right there. You can download it. We have MP3 versions of the shows and stuff like that, too. Uh, Subscribestar.com slash Red Ice, and we're seeking to get uh, about 300 people over there uh, to... Um, uh, to to get to our goal that we've set, uh, we have maybe what do we have? I, I forgot to look last. Uh, I think we have maybe th thirty or forty uh, left to reach that goal. So we've set that as a as a um, uh, as a uh, milestone, and we've said when we when we do reach that, we'll uh, we'll do something. Uh, I haven't decided yet. We're actually going to ask you guys. So we'll do a poll on the members' website and on Subscribestar, uh, where you can uh, submit your answer. Either we'll do some kind of marathon stream. Or we'll do a specific video about something, maybe a specific type of show. Maybe we do an AMA. Maybe there's you guys have some other ideas. We'll we'll come up with it. We'll figure something out. So we'll ask you guys about that. So definitely consider getting over there. Subscribeshow.com slash red ice. You can sign up with your credit card right there. Very easy. Then just send us an email, redice at protomail.com, uh, or a message right on Subscribestar, and just tell us you've signed up and what username or email you have on the member's website, and we'll link those accounts and activate it right away. And there are still some. We've sent you uh, DM messages on Subscribestar as well. Uh, you've signed up. Maybe you just want to support us, which is totally fine. But we do want to get you guys hooked up with a membership as well. Uh, so we've sent you a message and asked what your username or your email is on the member's website. And even if you don't have one, it's totally fine. We'll set one up for you. It's very easy. We'll do that right away. Um, so so reach out if you haven't gotten that set up yet because we've been trying to contact you guys. Um, okay, so that's it. Subscribe, Star. Otherwise, Entropy Stream. Uh, that's another way you can sign up uh, either for a one-time payment there. Uh, we have subs all the way up to two years. And, of course, it gets cheaper per month the longer subscription you get as well. So you can save some money that way. Otherwise, they do have a month-to-month uh, uh, subscription service kind of thing, uh, such as Subscribestar has uh, as well. So that's one option. Otherwise, we have the Cash app that works as well. Just always send us an email, redeyes at protomail.com. Let us know you signed up or username and, or email you have, and so we can link and, and activate your accounts. We also have an e-check or an ACH option. Uh, just very simple. It's, it's like paying a utility bill. A lot of people are using that option as well, so that's good. Very easy. Otherwise, you can do crypto, and we can virtually receive any, uh, any cryptocurrency. So if you don't see it on RedEyesMembers.com when you're signing up or want to renew, just shoot us an email and then uh, let us know what you want to pay, what currency you want to pay with, and most likely we can we can accept that currency. Uh, we also have a mailing address that you have right here on screen in case you want to go about that way. Uh, some people prefer to do it that way, so that's uh, very easy as well. Nice and convenient. Uh, why don't we do it like this? Well, let's end with something. Let's end with something wholesome. I saw this. It's only 16. 
second video, uh, but it could be a good uh, palate cleanser uh, right here at the end. Remember, boys and girls, what we're fighting for. Where I can free my mind I hear the sounds of the season And lose all sense of time Absolutely beautiful. Beautiful little girl. Uh, fantastic. Makes Put a smile on my face. Thank you, whoever did that. All right, boys and girls. Uh, guys, we'll see, you, we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Always keep fighting. Don't be black-pilled. Chin up. Be proud. No problem. We'll get through this. We'll make it together. Get together with people. Build networks. Do what you can. Remember, your ancestors are always watching. Make them proud. Don't be dumb. Don't do anything stupid. That's what we're saying here. But take part in the fight. Push back in some capacity. And if you can't do it personally, support the people that do. Support our people. We'll be back soon, guys. Take care. Do you love Red Eyes? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Eyes membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.